All right. Welcome to Nostalgia Cast, your weekly roundup of the best and most up-to-date nostalgic news where we discuss the stories and give our thoughts. I am your host, who builds a lie around this fallen idol, Andrew Price. When Gotham is in ashes, then Tyler Palo has my permission to die. Ah, you think Kelby Joseph is your ally? You merely adopted Kelby Joseph. I was born in Kelby Joseph, molded by Kelby Joseph. I didn't see <laughs> Kelby Joseph until I was already a man, and by then it was nearly nothing but blinding. Mm -hmm. And Dad Beats, a.k.a. Kirk Benchon. Dad Beats. Oh, we gonna break that cup, man. Is, <laughs> is Bane German? This is a Yeti. <laughs> Unbreakable. Um, when did Bane become German? Yeah. 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 I don't care like how much you guys <laughs> criticize who's, this. Who's in the Mandalorian? What's that I guy's know name? The Mandalorian. That good. Oh, like I have spoken. Guy? The, nothing like Werner Herzog. Mixed with uh, yeah. the guy from uh, from Django Unchained. Uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz, Christoph Waltz and Werner yes. Herzog. Together. Yeah, you That's got a little Christoph doing. Waltz, but just a little, a little dash. A little dash of Mike Myers. Oh, yeah, Unlike you guys, I don't find value in cutting other people down. I find the value <laughs> in other people and push them up and compliment them. Ah, the compliment rises. That's never been a true thing from you. That's Man. literally that we did an episode where I went around and complimented everybody. What That's have true. you done for us lately? If you think back and really <laughs> think, uh, concentrate in all... <laughs> In all the ball busting I've ever done to you over the years, I've never criticized anybody's skill at anything because <laughs> talent is so important to me that even joking around, I don't, I, it's off limits to me to make fun of people's skills and talents. All right. And Bane is his talent. <laughs> Being the bane of my existence. I was gonna, I, you know what? Did I was going to say something, but I'm not going to now after, after Andrew said that. Yeah. So. Well, Andrew's the most like you know talented what? person in this block radius. Like, City block. There's no. There's no need to pander to him, guys. What you mean? You just did. You know what, Andrew? <laughs> Your bane is wonderful. However, our market demographic says that they're not in the market for bane ATM at the moment. So I don't care what they're in the market Dang for. Dang it! <laughs> but a bane ATM? Are you sure you want to? Get Although that I will. Money? I will. All joking aside, I will admit that that was not my best. I kind of. Got off into like a weird. Oh, you definitely German thing. Yeah, we got off into a German thing. Yeah, okay. Because I was doing know. a German accent the other day, and like I just I couldn't yeah. get it out of my oh, head. Could we hear that though? You just uh, did. No, <laughs> I, I was. I've. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have I, I have this uh, joke with my friend where because they uh, Dark Horse the the comic publisher they have all these different comics that they are sort of like they're cash cows like they used to have like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and and all these things and there was a stint where like they kept losing all these publishing deals because they lost the Star Wars uh, license because whenever Disney bought Lucasfilm and then they lost uh, Buffy and so me and my friend had a joke where uh, for some reason in our minds the CEO of Dark Horse was this little German boy in Lederhosen. And we just had this joke where he would be sitting in his office, like staring down at his feet and then look up and go, at least we still have Hellboy. 
And I, I don't know what that was just the I do like the that thought was the that, thing that we used to do. Uh, if we could all just agree that Star Wars one through three being DC canon completely makes sense now. If it if DC made those movies dark, broody, dumb bullshit, that makes a lot of sense. The, oh, yeah. the prequels I, with Hayden Christensen. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Now I get you. Yeah, yeah yeah. I got you. So before we get to the stories. We got to come back to this. We got to revisit a story that we talked about on last episode. Ah, don't call it a comeback. Been call it a comeback. Years. Oh, specifically, call it a comeback. Go call it a comeback. It's last a episode. That's what it is. Last episode, we talked about how it was rumored that Rick Moranis might be returning from his seclusion mm. to uh, be in the reboot of Honey I Shrunk the Kids, mm. titled Shrunk. And uh, since then, it's been confirmed. Rick Moranis is officially returning. We yeah, did I it. I wonder what he looks like. We did it specifically. <laughs> is it exciting? Is this, is it as exciting as him returning for Strange Brew 2? What is Strange oh, Brew? Oh, oh, oh. Strange Brew is a classic. Whoa. Strange Brew is an early 80s Canadian movie that he did from his SCT, SCTV character, the McKenzie Brothers. Yeah. And, and it was like, it was those two like beer drinking Canadian guys who were like, oh yeah, take off. Yeah, take off, loser. Um, him and, him and uh, Dave, Dave Thomas. Thomas. But then the movie is also just a weird remake so of Hamlet. Weird. It's a bizarre. It's, it's movie. like it's like a oh, it's that's Hamlet. Awesome. Yeah, it's Hamlet mm. about a beer brewing company. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty. It's pretty genius. So how are they going to do? It's one of those two? one of those square record players on its side. The the, the kids are listening to. <laughs> Why do you think he's coming back? I don't know. I, I guess maybe. What? I mean, it's probably just as simple as like just this time when they asked him. He just said, sure. Like, it's probably just as simple as that. Because I, 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 I hear he that. left because of his children, right? He yeah. wanted to be a full-time dad. Well, because his, his wife died. <laughs> right. Okay. And so he wanted to just like devout, devote his life to his kids. But I'm sure at this point, his kid's probably in college. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're, way, they're probably this is probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they, but they just asked him to return to Ghostbusters like not that long ago. And he said <laughs> no to that. So there's like, there's literally months between the last time he said no and then this. So the you know what what the reason is for why he decided to say yes you know maybe there's some deeper reason but it's probably not it's probably just like well, he just, they just happened to catch him on a good day and he just yeah. said Shh, okay in in shrunk I imagine he's going to be the lead well and in in Ghostbusters he would just be a uh, a returning that's what like character. nothing's been confirmed about what he's going to do in shrunk oh okay. yeah so it like, could be anywhere between he's a main character to like. He just has like a cameo. Do you think this is a right move? Because this shrunk shrunk is going to be a kids movie. Well, is it a yeah, TV I mean, show? As, as much as a as much of a kids movie as the original ones were. Yeah. Oh. Mm, okay. So it appeals to us. Yeah. As well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> was... I, I mean, I I love Honey. The, I shrunk the kids. Honey, I bloop the kid. Oof. I'm all right with. I don't know that one. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a completely different movie. Yeah. It's like it, even though it's in the same, even though it's in the same franchise and it has the same concept of what happens, the movie itself is a completely different type of movie <laughs> because the first one is like an adventure story about kids like basically <laughs> lost in a wilderness because they get shrunk in the backyard, and then the second one is like a Godzilla movie. Yeah, where it's like it's a giant the baby kid, terror, terror. terrorizing Las Vegas, yeah. all under the auspices of. I did it again. Yeah. Like that literally is the scene where he's like, remember when I shrunk the kids? Honey, I blew up the kids. <laughs> yeah. It's called There's bloop. just a room full of blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And she's like, oh, my God, you mean he got taller? <laughs> no, no, I literally, I literally blew, him. blew him up. He dead. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Sorry. No, it's, he, gets, no, he gets grown. <laughs> yeah, he gets grown. There's a whitest kids you know sketch like that where he, uh, one of the, a guy has his kid at the park and then all the dads are sitting around and they're like, hey, what's wrong with your kid? And he's like, huh. 
he's fine. He's like, no, something wrong with him. He's just laying there. And he's like, oh, shit. I think he's broken. <laughs> and then he takes him to a mechanic and he's like, my kid's broken. And they're like, huh, let, let us see. And then they like lay him down and then they just rip him open and just blood starts shooting out. And they're like, huh, wait a minute. This is a kid. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I thought it was a car. And he's like, I told you it was a kid. And he's like, oh, well, he's dead now. And then he goes home and he's like, hey, honey. And she's like, oh, what, you know, what's going on? And he's like, ah, I killed the kid. And she's like, oh, my God. You know what I did? My parents were visiting. I picked him up from the airport, took him out to a pizza restaurant. Put them in the oven and cooked them, and then and then there's like we're just a we're just a couple of scatterbrains, and that's the end of the sketch. Zoinks, <laughs> love it. Alrighty, but anyway, no, they he he, he grows to the uh, a giant baby, and then mm-hmm. he's basically walking around uh, Las Vegas destroying things. It's called Bloop B L O O P. Bloop Blue. Oh, honey, I blew oops. up the kid. Oh, honey, got it, got it, got it. Okay, I Wait, thought you said something. I right. want to see the blue. Honey, one. I bloop. Yeah, <laughs> honey, I bloop the kid. I honey, that's I bloop. What he said. <laughs> I bloop it's the like kid again. every every scene, the kid acts like he's doing a blooper reel, like he can't help but just pretend that he's in a blooper reel. <laughs> this has got so many possibilities. Yeah, honey, I blew up the kids is uh, nowhere near as enjoyable as the first one, and then honey, we shrunk ourselves. Also, just nowhere near. I mean. The first one is just it's a it's a it's an epic adventure story, yeah, and then the fun. and then the second and third one are just like an A for effort for them trying to like put a new spin on yeah. it and not just do the same thing over and over again. But they're just not anywhere near as yeah, good. That's not as fun. Well, shout um, out to Rick Moranis. He's he's missed yeah. coming back definitely. So first story, not necessarily surprising. Probably all saw this coming. But uh, Aladdin 2 is officially happening. But it's not based on the animated sequels. We're not getting a return of Jap- Jafar. Uh, Wait, so because of the age difference, I'm assuming you guys know the sequels very well, and that they're straight to video, right? Yeah, well, yeah there's Return of Jafar, which is the second one, where because at the end of the first Aladdin, he tricks him into wishing to become a genie. <laughs> yes, and then he's and then he traps him in a lamp. Yeah, and then in the second one, I forget exactly. I used to have it on. I mean, I still have it on VHS. It's somewhere in my parents' garage or something like that. I forget how it starts, but basically, the second one is like he's he's still a genie but he somehow gets freed or something mm-hmm. where he like he a oh he gets a, he gets a master who is like evil or something yeah 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 Ooh. and so it's like them basically against this like all powerful genie Jafar and then the third one is the prince of thieves and it's about Ooh. Aladdin's father who's like the prince of thieves oh and uh it's interesting cuz the uh the the first one the return of Jafar that one like basically kickstarted Disney's like massive straight to video sequel thing. Oh, because it blew uh, up. Because it was, it was so it was so successful. Mm-hmm. Like it was like it was like a huge success in terms of like VHS sales. And so they basically just after that movie came out, they just made sequels to straight to straight to VHS sequels for all of their movies. Everything. It led to them almost making a straight to VHS sequel to Toy <laughs> Story, and oh, yeah. uh, Pixar didn't want to do it. Because they they're at the time their their policy was no sequels. Yeah. So they were like, we're not doing that. So Disney was like, all right. And then they fired Pixar. They severed ties with them. And then they were gonna make Toy Story two on their own as a straight to VHS sequel. Mm-hmm. And then while they were making it, it got <laughs> so difficult to do because they had no experience with doing the CGI animation. Yeah, only Pixar could do so it. So they were like, uh, hey, Pixar, can you <laughs> please do this? And then Pixar was like, we need a lot more money. Yeah. And then they were like, all right. So they gave them a bunch of more money. So then they started working on it. And then in the process of working on it, 
they were like, fuck this. We're going to make a real movie. And then they made Toy Story 2, which is regarded as That's the Godfa- Godfather 2 of animated definitely. sequels. That's great. Toy Story 2 is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I remember it. So but, alleged- that, but they're not going to be based on that. This is going to be a, an original sequel that's just, you know, spun off of the first live action Aladdin movie. Well, at least that um, guy's getting work again. Will Smith? Will Smith? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the, guy, oh, the, the one who said guy, he hasn't gotten any yeah. work. Yeah. Um, hired a pair of writers to pen a script that is an original story and not based on any of the animated sequels. According to news reports from Variety, Disney has hired John Gattins, who wrote Flight and Andrea Burloff, who wrote Straight Outta Compton, to write the script Flight? for Aladdin great, 2. Flight is the... With Denzel? Denzel. Yeah. That's a great, a great movie. This is going to be that's a fantastic a duo putting them there. Fantastic I mean, sequel. This is going to be the blackest yeah. Aladdin <laughs> ever. Oh, and Denzel could be oh, Aladdin shit. struggling. You me. <laughs> Aladdin that's struggling with fault. alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> is the principal face? <laughs> he flies the carpet upside down, and then the sultan <laughs> is like, You were drunk, weren't you? <laughs> uh, I was actually you just. Tell me. I was actually just reading the script for Flight the other day because I got my box of uh, screenplays out of the garage and I was I was reading Flight. Is it, I have, is it true that they're in the margins? It's just written. Maybe he does cocaine here. It, yeah. Okay. That's all the script is. They they <laughs> just, completely. That's all he wrote, and then they just completely improvised the whole movie. That's all. It's what? Like. Oh. Come on, Kelby. Come on. Are you okay? Can we do a little ASMR? You're a year older, but barely, not a year wiser. Nah, not at all, man. I'm black. I don't age for another 10 years. It's Kelby's birthday <laughs> yes, yesterday. Yay. Yay. Speaking of which, Yay. Pour, pour one out for... Pour one out for Kelby's age. Hey. <laughs> one less year. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so yeah, the, the there's going to be a movie written by the writers of Flight and Straight Outta Compton, which, I mean, not the blackest movie ever, because, I mean, the, the, the writer of Straight Outta Compton is a white woman. So That's a big surprise uh, for me. That's nasty, yeah. but okay. Which is odd. Um, uh, I, always, um, I thought that was so strange whenever yeah. I... Read that, that they were they were making a NWA movie and it was written by just a white Jewish lady. Hey, she knows our voice. Yeah, who knows it she, better than her? She has her finger on the pulse. Yeah. But uh, I'll say this: I didn't expect to hear about an Aladdin two, um, but it makes sense. You know, yeah. as soon as you said that, I just saw how much money it made, and I remember looking it up. You know, around I think maybe the third week, and I was just like, "Well, damn!" And I wondered if it was the fact that people liked the movie, or if it was because of Will Smith. And I'm not 100% sure because I don't know because Bad Boys didn't do that. But do you think that Suge Knight will commit vehicular manslaughter on the set of Aladdin 2? If if he doesn't do that, it's not going to be good. Yeah. It's facts. That's the secret behind every great movie is that <laughs> Suge Knight. What? Ran. <laughs> I'm sorry. This I'm, I'm lost. Suge Knight, he's in prison now because yeah, he killed a guy on the set of Straight Outta Compton. Mm-hmm. No And lie. at a Chris Brown party. He ran over a guy with his car mm-hmm. on the set of the movie because yeah. he was like on the set consulting. Shook <laughs> mm-hmm. Knight's crazy. And he and there was like some guy that talked shit to him or something and he just ran him over and killed him. Yep. He's at LA County. Anyways, yeah, I, I would I would go watch it. I enjoyed that first Aladdin movie. It was really good. I mean, it wasn't good, but it was entertaining. I didn't see it except for, I think we talked about this on an episode, but <clears throat> yeah. I saw the Prince Ali musical sequence and I thought that it was just like, Kind of boring. It's yeah, like I can't. Prince Ali. When he rides the uh, elephant in the, oh, oh, in the town. Oh, 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 got it, got yeah. it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you yeah. don't remember it because it, you, you're no. I remember. I remember it because uh, I'm forgetting his name was Prince Ali. I thought you were talking about the other guy. 
friend the, uh, the, the bad guy. Yeah, that those kind of sequences. But there are parts of the movie where they kind of go into a cartoony type thing with uh, Will Smith. So I wonder if they'd have to do all new music then. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, that's the, the thing kids. is the all, also even if they did do the Disney animated mm-hmm. sequels, they none of them were musicals. Oh, oh they weren't. Yeah, they didn't have music in them. Oh shoot. Yeah. Okay. So because yeah. I caught like you know probably cost too much money yeah. to yeah. write songs and record them and stuff. <clears throat> so they don't even. But there's no news of of who's going to be the, doing the composing of that or the. Songs. No, that's all. It's Hans just Zimmer. the the writers and then Guy Ritchie is returning to direct. Which mm, is so bizarre. To it's me. so bizarre that he. Directed I Aladdin. It. I love it. That was like the chase scenes were one of the best parts. Mm-hmm. At that, he's I good at chase scenes. Yeah, he's chase really scenes. Chase scenes on an obvious set. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite Guy Ritchie movie is uh, Revolver. <clears throat> oh, I thought you were just gonna say Rock and Roller. Did he oh. do uh, not Rock and Roller? What's two Lock, Stock, Lock, two, stock smo- and two Smoking Barrels? Yeah, yeah Lock, yeah. Stock, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels was great. great. Snatch is great. Snatch is, Snatch great. is fantastic. Um, the Man from Uncle is really good. Underrated. Yeah, very underrated. Really? Uh, I didn't see King Arthur. Oh no! Obviously, it, it flopped. But I like King. Arthur. I like I like Guy Ritchie. So I yeah. I want to. I've always wanted to see it. I just haven't gotten around He's to got it. Got that new it's one, good. The Gentleman. Right, mm-hmm. that. I heard that was pretty good too. I like it. I haven't seen uh, like a revved up Matthew McConaughey that looks like he's gonna do a good job in a movie since the gentleman since the trailer for the gentleman. Oh like, come on, you saw him in that Lincoln commercial. In the, in the Lincoln commercial, you're right. Driving out in the desert, <laughs> my mind widens <laughs> and I see the constellations in my soul. Buy this Lincoln. Yeah, <laughs> buy this Lincoln. <laughs> it's pretty basically much that. what it is. That's accurate. Yeah, well, shout out to them, Aladdin. Aladdin too. There's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot in the works. You know what? We don't have enough of those. <laughs> uh, Legendary has closed a deal for Ryan and Andy Tohill to direct a reboot of the classic 1974 horror film, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The pick, the pick, the movie. Oh, I don't, I don't know why that says it. It's short for picture. Yeah, I know, but it's so <laughs> stupid. It's just such a dumb way of saying it. The movie will be written by. Chris Thomas Devlin and Bad Hombre's Fede Alvarez uh, and Rodolfo Sayaguis, producing through their overall deal with Legendary. The Toehill's vision is exactly what the fans want, Alvarez said in a statement. It's violent, exciting, and so depraved that it will stay with you forever. The original 1974 Toby Hooper movie followed two siblings and three of their friends en route to visit the grandfather, their grandfather's grave in Texas, who end up falling victim to a family of cannibalistic psychopaths and must survive the terrors of Leatherface and his family. Yeah, so they they're they're rebooting this again. Yeah, so this is the second <coughs> reboot. The third, it's, like, oh, like, it's like the millionth yeah, reboot. Yeah, like, well, it's Leatherface that movie. There's a movie called Leatherface. Right. right. Yeah. Is and that the, considered a reboot? Or that is, is that just that's, that's a reboot, but then there was like there was the origin. Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot mm-hmm. like back in the early two thousands. Yes, with, I with, uh, with Justin Timberlake's wife. What the fuck is her name? Jessica, Jessica Beale. 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 I don't know why I forgot that. Yeah, man. And then there yeah, Leatherface and then like there was also I mean there's like kind of pretty much <laughs> reboots like Texas Chainsaw Massacre three D, which was like in twenty twelve or oh, something. There's yeah. so there's been so many reboots of this movie. I mean, what is gonna be done differently? What are what are you gonna do? They're gonna, gonna, gonna do? use new chainsaws in space. Well I think in, in the idea behind this one is that they like so there was like the original run of <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was like the first one. Yeah. Which is regarded as like one of the best horror movies ever made. And then like the sequels which like got increasingly more kind of like 80s campy. Mm-hmm. And like they're certainly not as good as the first one, but they sort of have a place in fans' hearts in their own right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then they like rebooted it, the Jessica Biel one. Or no, no, before that they did Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation, which I love. Isn't that one? There's one with Matthew McConaughey. That's, that's and Ma- Matthew McConaughey Zell- and Renee uh, Zellweger. Yeah, and it was like good. it was written. It was the first movie since the first one <laughs> that was written by the same, written and directed by the screenwriter of the first one. Oh, okay. So the guy who wrote the first one, he wasn't really involved with any of the sequels, and then he wrote and directed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation, and it's fucking weird. Like Weird Matthew dude. McConaughey has a, I love it. It's my favorite one. It's really good. Um, Matthew McConaughey has a robot leg. Better than the original? I like it better than the original. Wow. That's that's kind of like a hot take. That's a blasphemous thing yeah. to say, but I I just I just love it because it's so fucking really strange. Good. Mm-hmm. It kind of like turns it into this weird sci-fi thing where it's it, it defies explanation. Yeah. Um, and then like the reboot with Jessica Biel, which like a lot of people like, but a lot of people hate, and is like this fucking sucks. And then, like, everything after that has just been, like, shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now the idea behind this is that they're going to, like, return to form and make, like, a genuinely fucked up, true to the original. We're going to go uh, to the roots. And... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Question for you. Bad Hombre, whose company is that? I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it's not anybody, like, it's not a recognizable name, but, mm. but they've they've been involved with a lot of movies recently. Oh, okay. It's like an all, like, Latino-owned production company. Oh, cool. Based off uh, of the whole oh yeah, this is what this yeah this is the thing they're most known for. They produced the Evil Dead remake, and then they produced Don't Breathe, which is directed by the same uh, guy. There you who directed go. Okay, the Evil Dead okay. Remake. Now I'm like, okay, I know, I know that name. All right. Yeah, we talked about it because we were talking about the fact that there's going to be a Don't Breathe sequel. Is Don't Breathe John Krasinski? No, no, that's, that's, no, that's uh, quiet, quiet place. place. Don't Breathe is about a blind guy who has a woman trapped in his basement and uh, okay. two people Got that it. are trying to rob his house. <clears throat> Got it. Yeah, so they're doing that. And they, like I said, like the <clears throat> Don't Breathe is great. And like I actually never saw their Evil Dead remake, but a lot of people loved it. Like it's certainly it's nothing like the original Evil Dead movies, but it's like in its own right, it's like a it's like a fucked up like balls to the wall like it's like a gory cabin crazy uh, uh horror movie. Yeah, interesting. <clears throat> so we we talked about this uh several episodes ago and there's more news about it. Uh, so originally we talked about how they were doing a, a remake of Clue and mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds was going to star and Jason Bateman was going to direct it. Mm. So Jason Bateman has dropped out oh. and now James Bobbin is going to direct it. And James Bobbin, Bobbin is, uh, he directed the Muppet movies, with the, like the Jason Segel Muppet, Muppet movie. That was great. Uh, yeah, I really the, liked and that. And the ones after it, which I, I never saw the other ones. I only saw the first Muppet movie because I love Jason Segel, but I'm... I'm hot and cold on Ricky Gervais. I just really had no interest in seeing Muppets Most Wanted. So Reynolds remains the star attached while his company will produce the film. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, James Bobbin is is going to direct it. Reese and Paul Wemmick, who scripted the two Deadpool Deadpool films, will be writing the screenplay along with Reynolds. That's a pretty stacked partnership. I would love to see it if like it was just Clue... But then, like, Deadpool was just in it. In it? <laughs> Clue starring Deadpool? I that mean, would be great. I miss that. Uh, uh, I would love um, Jason Bateman to do it because I'm a Jason Bateman fan. Yeah. yeah. And maybe he would be in it with Ryan Reynolds. So it's kind of like, oh, that's a bummer. But this director, he did them up. It's so, uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not, I'm not super excited about this because <laughs> this movie feels redundant with Knives, Knives Out. Out. Yeah. And, like, I saw Knives Out and, like, I fucking loved it. It was my yeah. favorite movie of the year in 2019. Really, more than Parasite? I you said that exact. <laughs> I, I'm gonna keep saying after it. I saw Knives Out. I said it's my favorite movie of the year, and I think you said even Parasite. And I said I haven't seen it yet. 
I still, oh, you still seen, so since seen, that time, you still haven't, you still seen, haven't seen it. I still haven't seen Parasite. Oh, so that's on you. I have you two children, come, two small children. No, come on, I've never. Seen they it. would love it. They're it's smart. I don't want to read. They understand the, the classes. The movie, the message. the movies. My time where I'm able to watch movies is like while I'm working. Like when I'm working, I'll just put movies on. It's a two-hour movie, but I can't. Day. I can't watch. I can't watch a movie that's in subtitles, subtitles. while oh, I'm working. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So like, it's it. It's a situation where it's hard for me to watch foreign films because yeah, I um, really need to sit yeah. and like watch them and concentrate. Make a movies in American. <laughs> but aside from that, you're saying it feels redundant because of Knives Out. Yeah, because like the, that movie was just basically Clue. Clue. Yeah. Didn't it's I say so that good. on a podcast? You guys they shat probably, on me for saying that. No, they shat on you in general. Oh, gotcha. Okay. They can probably do it a different way, um, just like they did. Uh, Friends with Benefits, and then like a week later, that other one no came out. Attached. No strings attached. Those are two and they very were, different movies, and I will not hear anything. They're, about it. they're both painful. <laughs> they're the same movie, but they're done. One of them is like ways, one of them is, so. is Ashton Kutcher, and then the other is and the other one's Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. And then like one of them, one of them has Natalie Portman, and one of them has Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Yes, Mila Kunis. They're Mila two Kunis different movies. Mila Kunis and Timberlake, <laughs> and Ashton and Natalie Portman. And Natalie Portman. That's so weird. It's so odd. I'm sorry. No, I did that. And then it's Ashton and Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have Gyllenhaal and uh, what's and, and Maggie and Nat and um, Heath Ledger and and Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> Brokeback Mountain is the same as No Strings Attached. Yeah. No, they're in that. In my, in my version, they're in is. that. They're in that one where they hook up. Be, uh, at, I don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew how to have casual sex with you <laughs> again. <laughs> you guys really miss the message. I really <laughs> do. Wait, I, w- I want to bring up about Clue oh. as a side note. The Clue, the game, mm-hmm. I think maybe God, they revamped the look of it like maybe like seven or eight years ago because we got Clue for the family, but. You know how like it looks all old and British and stuff. Yeah, uh, they redid it so it's all young people in um, the cards. Like Colonel uh, Mustard is like a young guy in like a tight T-shirt. It's like how are you a colonel? Yeah, and twelve. All of it, and it's all like it's all like good looking like young millennials from like two thousand, and it's all really kind of douchey. Damn, fuck and, that. Yeah, fuck. It's, it's not my clue. Yeah, one time I won clue <laughs> on the first turn. I hope everyone fucking hated you for that. Yeah, they were just—they were their minds were blown. But it, I mean, it, time, it was a—it like, was a pure. It wasn't like I was good at it. It was a pure coincidence. It was like it was a one in a million thing where it was when I was a kid and we were playing. My family was playing it on Christmas Day, like somebody had gotten Clue and we were all playing it. And we started the game. I was probably in like second grade level. Mm-hmm. I was homeschooled, but I was in second grade level. And on the first turn, I don't know if I was joking or if I just didn't understand the rules or whatever as a kid. And I just like, I guessed, I like made the, I made a guess of who mm-hmm. it was. And everyone was like looking around and then they were like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't have that. Do you have that? And they were like, are you kidding me? And they opened up the envelope and it was right. <laughs> and I, I won the game on the first turn. Nice. And they were impressed and disgusted at the same time. No, they were I impressed. the first time I watched Clue was way I was way too old to have not seen it by then, but I was super obsessed with Doctor Who still and I thought it would be way better if they made this uh Doctor Clue and each each person that suspected of murder is uh, another iteration of the doctor stuck in a time uh time oh, loop yeah. in the same in the in the TARDIS. That'd be basically. a great episode. That would be a fantastic episode and that's all Except I think for about the that. doctor would never kill. <laughs> He never kills. He never holds a gun. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. And it would change between uh, He's Batman. <laughs> You'd have to be the master. 
Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, that's one of the things is like one of them is the master. One of them is the war doctor. And then uh, one of them is a rogue. You're welcome. And look that up if you don't <laughs> no know what idea. I'm talking about right now. No, you, no, you, I don't watch. That's, that's what you. he's here for. Yeah. Wait, you just insulted me. <laughs> I, I've already explained this. I never said that I don't make fun of people don't and do don't insult victory. people. Of course I do. I do it all the time. I never make fun of or insult or act disingenuous about people's skills or talents. If you do something, you make a genuine effort of doing something that is a skill or a talent, I would never jokingly make fun of it or criticize it. It's still hurtful. I don't I I don't think you understand that Kirk is not jokingly making fun of your bane. Oops. <laughs> no, I, I I just I'm not saying that he was jokingly making oh, fun okay. of it. I'm gotcha. saying I would just I would never make fun of somebody's attempt at doing right. something right. that it requires skill or talent. It's off limits to me. Well, clue. <laughs> Go ahead. I did want to see Jason Bateman direct it because I know that he at heart, is more of a director than an actor. Um, I heard him talk about it when he made Spelling Bee. Bad words. Bad words. Bad words. words. And he was just like, I'm only acting so that I have a platform so that I can eventually be a director. Wait, you said you like Bad Words? I love Bad, bad Words. Bad Words is great. I, I kind of like it. I saw Bad Words before it came out and then with a Q&A <laughs> with the screenwriter. Hmm. Did he... Um... The movie could never be made now. I mean, it's it's not even that old. It's only it's only like four years old. Yeah. But if it came out now, it would be a huge controversy. I didn't watch any of it, but I was a part of the publicity for it. I was at a uh, hotel, and they came like the publicity people came and asked us to hold bad words up on a sign, and they asked to take pictures of us. So I was I was a part of like a billboard so somewhere, weird. but I don't know. I don't have any like pictures of it. <laughs> Welcome to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I was hoping that this could be his directorial smash through to the you know public especially since he's in is he directing ozark or he has another show he, that's what he i was has wondering ozark. Yeah. he produces it and he tends to direct the first and last oh there's another seen. show too that people are raving about I'm arrested development no no it's your I mean, there's, move that is that, there's move. that show where he gets like falsely arrested for like a murder that he couldn't have possibly committed or something mm-hmm. huh what movie is that? No, it's a show. It's a show. It's like it's a, a show. It's a show where like I don't. I, I've seen the trailer for it. It's like somebody gets killed and then like they find DNA evidence. The outsider. That, yeah, that he hmm. was there. He's he, in that. He's a director. This oh. is not the outsiders. No, no, the outsider. Okay. And I guess he's acting in it too. But yeah, uh, yeah he's a director in it. Doctor said, mm-hmm. "I ain't ever gonna walk again, not <laughs> even with crutches." Mm. I could never tell if your eyes were a shade blue or greener, pony boy. Oh, okay. The Outsiders. Great movie. Yeah, yeah. I read the book. Yeah. How many loads? You guys have never seen that? I feel like I've shown you the the guy the guy who sent in his audition tape for the yes. o- the Outsiders. Yes, and he's like <clears throat> the worst yeah. actor it's ever. So bad. I forgot that's what you were doing until you just <laughs> mentioned it, and now I'm like, oh wait, that is genius. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great news for like four people in the entire world. Uh, there's they're they're developing a a Rocketeer two. Yeah, uh, it's, it's in development for Disney Plus. The planned sequel to the Rocketeer is reportedly back on track, and uh, Slight director J D Dillard is volunteering to direct the project himself. This part is dumb. It's just they they announced that they're making a Rocketeer two, and then this director basically just tweeted like, "I want to do that." 
Wait, the director that tweeted, "I want to do that." Got yeah, the it's job? it's unrelated. They, they oh, announced that they're yeah. that they're making Rocketeer two. They have a writer, but they don't have a director announced yet. And then like oh, a, I'm some, tweet it too. This <clears throat> this director was just like, yeah. "I'll do it." I'm a tweeter. Do it. Um, do it. Who, who am do I it. tweeting? Disney. Disney. Yeah. yeah. Disney. Disney. As much At Disney. As I talked about Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I will make it my personal goal. To not stop until you are not allowed to direct Rocketeer Two. Wow! Wow! I'm now, tweeting, I'm you really don't want right to see now. people move up. Are you insulting him on his talent? No, because he doesn't. He hasn't. He doesn't care about the property at all. I would never you, allow. Are somebody... you one of those four people? Is what you're getting at? I love this movie. <laughs> okay, this is, gotcha. this is, this is one of my favorite like, movies of all time. I I don't know why they're doing so this. So I want them to do it like they were going to do uh, Tomorrowland, but better. Whenever Tomorrowland sucks. Tomorrowland sucked exactly. So instead of a coin, what is this? Yeah. You do it, do it, do it. Do I, it. Won't, yes, I yes, won't stop yes. until that is not allowed to happen. Uh, it's a wrap. They just called me. Everybody, you <laughs> uh, So what's his name? As if great great granddaughter, because it's been a long time since the Rocketeer came out. The great great granddaughter <laughs> finds like the helmet and the suit and the jetpack. That's the, there's a show that you're literally describing a show that exists. Damn there's man. there's a Rocketeer. Animated cartoon that's ex- that's literally exactly what you're talking about. Tyler came out in '91. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time. Are ago. you <laughs> looking for? Well, but the, it takes place in the '40s. That's yeah. But that's are what you I looking mean. forward to now. just because you love the original, or you're like, oh, what are they going to do with it? Both. I mean, because I never really read the comics, but the comics are like kind of their own thing. My friend loves the comics. Mm-hmm. They're like some of his favorite comics. And he loves the illustrator that created the Rocketeer. And like the the comic, like I've I've flipped through and, and read the comics a little bit, uh, and they're just amazing. They're just they're just an amazing uh, feat of illustration. Mm-hmm. The movie is great. I love the movie. I you know I rented it a million times at the video store when I was a kid. I watched it over and over again. Um, it's directed by Joe Johnston, who directed the Captain America, the first Captain yeah. America movie. Um, and it's just it's just like a near perfect film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Except that it's boring. It's not boring at all. It's boring. It's not. It's 100% not boring. It's 99% boring. You just, don't, you just boring. don't get it, you know? <laughs> I feel bad for you because yeah. you don't understand it. You'll never uh, experience it. It's, it's a great, great movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, you're showing me that 80% people like this and movie? It's a, and it's no, a... 60%. And it's a labor... Oh, uh, and it's specifically a movie that's a labor of love. Like, you have to... Like, this movie is great because everybody involved with it just loved the the source material so much that they made this just like slavishly perfect interpretation of it. Did I Which is why I would stop at nothing to stop you from make, make, directing it because you don't care about the Rocketeer, you have you no interest that. in it at that all. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Imagine I went in there and rocketed it up, man. That would be Like crazy. you like pitched your idea and they're like he gets it. Okay. Oh, for sure. It would be Rocketeer 2 starring 50 Cent. That'd be the, the equivalent of David Goyer writing fucking Batman and Superman movies. Man, we just named a ninety something year old gonna uh, do Lethal Weapon. Anything is possible. But he directed the first ones. All right, so I'm here. I want you to get the job just so that Andrew can apologize. That's facts. So it's gonna be a, a series because it's on. No, it's gonna be a movie. A movie. There for was Disney uh, Plus. There it's, was a series. It's oh. it's a movie for Disney Plus, not for theatrical distribution. I'm sure it'll be full. Brigham Taylor is going to be producing. Noah Weinstein is going to be producing. Max Winkler and Mike Sp- Matt Spicer are writing the script. I don't know who those are. Oh no 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 no! Back in back in 2016, it was announced that Disney had greenlit a sequel to the original movie called The Rocketeers, with Max Winkler and Matt Spicer penning a script. But that was 
put on hold. Now, thank God, there's a new thing, the Rocketeer Two, that's being put into production with uh, Azia Squire writing a new draft of the screenplay. Oddly enough, Blake Griffin is attached to like play. I'm assuming play the Rocketeer. No, he has a like every other NBA player. He's got a production company. So oh. maybe he's attached as a producer. That's cool. Because he was attached as a producer and star years ago for a reboot of White Man Can't Jump. And it was through his production company, but they haven't done anything with that. Uh, Nor should they. He should be focusing on trying to get that ring. <laughs> he's never getting a ring. That's uh, done. Not, never, ever, no. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I'd love to All see right. that. Yeah, it says producing. Um, the Rocketeer is just one of the. It's one of those movies that's once in a life. Those every couple decades, a movie comes that out like this where it's just so perfect and so just like made for such a specific type of person, and it completely tanks, makes no money. It's a huge bomb, but for like a couple people out there, it's like their favorite movie, mm-hmm. and it's like the, the Rocketeer, John Carter. It's like in that vein of a movie. That's Disney, just, Disney, Disney knows you. Disney is going to ruin this, and you are going to be so sad because of it. Unless I just, I you get are the so job. hyped about the original and you love it so much, this is going to be real. No, bad I would for be you. sad if, if if they made it and it sucked. I would just disregard it, especially because okay. especially because it's just on Disney Plus. Okay. Oh yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, I don't even want the job anymore. You, <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. Text again. Say take that back. I don't want that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Disney Plus. Never mind. I thought it was theatrical, buddy. Yes. Oh my god, I want you to do that so bad. I'm gonna do it right now. Oh, this is great. You're gonna and here's what's make gonna sure happen. to use the right Twitter 20... <laughs> account to post that. Yeah, I am. Uh, 2020 uh, Rocketeer <laughs> Two wins an Oscar. Here's what's gonna happen. He's gonna do this, and then all of a sudden, Disney be like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's talk. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Let's bring you in. You're the, you're the first person that just, said anything just, about wanting to do it. You just Hold neg them and get the job. Yeah, he's like, let's we'll sweeten the deal. What do you want? And yeah. uh, he gets the gig. Just based on that, this is the best thing you've ever done, Kelly. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yes, I hate it. Oh God, that's great. Uh, so uh, well done, sir. Last episode, we talked about how they were doing a remake of Matilda for Netflix, and now it's been announced that they're actually going to re- be be remaking a bunch of different classic world doll stories. Netflix announced that it's planning to adapt a whole catalog of dolls' children's stories into animated films and series. The list includes Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the, mm. be- the, the Big Friendly Giant, The Twits, Charlie and the Great Gra- Glass Elevator, George's Marvelous Medicine Boy, Tales of Childhood, Going Solo, The Enormous Crocodile. My son loves The Enormous Crocodile, which is the greatest story because it just ends. The, the Enormous Crocodile ends with an elephant throwing a crocodile into the sun, and he fucking dies. Uh, the giraffe and the uh, and the Pelly and me, Henry Sugar, Billy and the Minpins, the Magic Finger, SEO Trot, Dirty Beasts, uh, and Rhyme Stew. That's Can we, billions of dollars. Do you know what's missing? What? The the most the best one. I'm sure you know it. Uh, Danny, the champion of the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, all, and also and also like uh, James and the Giant Peach because yeah. I think. Disney is making a yeah. James and the Giant Don't Peach. I think they just made James one, right? and the Giant Peach. Well, like, they're already doing that. That's like an old story. It's been... perfect the way that it is, though. Didn't they remake it in like 2011? No. <sighs> no. Oh, no. That's something about Green Fuck. Green Giant Tree or something like that. Green Giant Tree. The Iron yes. Giant. I love that movie. I love Green, Green Giant, giant Tree. Wait, hold on so a minute. <laughs> you said George's Marvelous Medicine. Are you talking about Jack the Giant Slayer? No. It's oh, some movie from it. like 2011 or 2012 where there's trees and leaves. 
And I know it's a Disney movie. I'll come back to it. Okay. Is it George's Marvelous Medicine Boy or George's Marvelous Medicine and then Boy <laughs> Tales of Childhood? Because you said George's oh, yeah, yeah, Marvelous yeah. Medicine yeah, jo- Boy. George, I was like, what? George's Marvelous Medicine and then Boy Tales of Childhood. I just okay, I, gotcha. I misspoke. George's Marvelous Medicine the on the wrong just place. sounds like traveling salesman. I want Danny Champion of the World. Okay, uh, quick. What is that? Danny Champion of the World is, it's a very, it feels even more British than all his other stuff too, which is crazy. That's awesome. It's a story of a widow, uh, a widower and his son who live in like this, oh. They live in like a van and then they own a garage and they repair cars and vans and stuff like that. And then they find out his, the young boy finds out that his dad goes out at night and hunts pheasants. I know. Very British. And then it, it's, and it's this whole thing about like the tradition of pheasant uh, hunting in Britain. I know I'm not selling it that way. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely did not sell this movie. It's a, it's a really good father son. Oh, okay. Uh, story. It, that's yeah. the main thing. It's that's really dope. good. My wife loves Roald Dahl. I mean, I do too, but yeah. she's a huge Roald Dahl fan. Fun fact, Roald Dahl. Why did I just like blank? I just Cross. had like a weird brain fart. Ooh, Chris Cross, yeah. Chris uh, Cross. Oh, Christopher Lee. Hockey. Christopher Lee. Christopher okay. Lee. So I don't know that one. You don't know Christopher <laughs> Lee? He's like a horror staple, right? Yeah, I mean, he played. He was he was Dracula in the Hammer yeah. horror movies, and he was uh, Count Dooku in the Star Wars. He's, he's isn't Count Dooku a robot? No, that's that's Jennifer, that's General Grievous. Oh, that is General Grievous. Count Dooku is is Christopher Lee, and he was also he's Saruman in the Lord of the Rings movies. Ooh. The movie I was talking about was The Odd Saruman. Life of Timothy Green. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you were. You just where he has leaves growing out of his body. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, so Roald Dahl, Christopher Lee. And Ian Fleming, the writer of the James Bond movies, they were all spies in the British military in the 40s and 50s, and they worked together. I didn't what? know Christopher oh. Lee was. I forgot about that, about Roald Dahl and Ian Fleming. Yeah. Uh, in real I, life? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't is The Man from Uncle like a true telling of James Bond stories? Like what these are like what actually happened or something like that? Like it's a it, James Bond is fake while the uncle is real. Right, I don't. know. Is that true? I mean, I like Uncle. I've never is heard that. Ver- is their version of? Uh, I mean, Man, Man from Uncle was a show back in the '60s. <laughs> Question for you: You said I don't. I don't, I don't know that as a as hmm. a as a fact. Yeah. You said Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was a part of that. Yeah, yeah. Roald Dahl wrote Charlie, Char- yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, and then the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory combined those two into yeah. one. Do we want to see that? Yes. Why? Wait. You seem like you have a. What do you mean? Do we want to see another one oh. after post the Johnny Depp one? I, if they split them up into the two movies that they respectively I would like to are, see them. Yes. I would like to see them split up. Yeah, mm. yeah. The two books that they respectively. Yeah, because I mean, because because the thing is, it's like the Man from Uncle. He's it's it's a it's a British show, but the Man from Uncle is American. He's he's like an American. He's, yeah, uh, I'm. You're messing things up. I'm messing things up. That is my fault. I'm, there's something like. Mm. What inspired James Bond was a real a real organization that Ian Fleming was like. I mean, I mean, Ian Fleming was involved in the Man from Uncle. He helped create the concept. Oh, okay. But I don't know what you're talking about with it being like a real. I'll, I'll look into thing. it. Bring it up next time. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I I I love Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's so great. It's great. Even the Johnny um, Depp one. No, yeah, Willy Wonka Charlie and the Chocolate, the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, that's Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is the original one with with Gene uh, Wilder. With Gene Wilder. <laughs> so you're uh, having a hard time here. <laughs> What did you say is the difference? Ch- it's a completely different movie. So there's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's, that's the original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which right. is based on the book, and that's the Johnny Depp one. They're two 
totally different things. Yeah, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory, factory was the first thing. From, that's yeah. the thing that we that Isn't everyone it, wasn't loved. it just a reimagining? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, kind of like a dark, weird version. No, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was. They basically took the two Charlie and the Chocolate Factory books, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Charlie and the Great Glass, Glass Elevator. Uh-huh. They took elements from both of them. They wrote an original movie that was very wildly different from yes. the books. In fact, it's it's completely different. It just has the same concept. Okay. And they mashed the two stories together, and then they com- – it's completely – I mean, uh, Roald Dahl hated it because it was so different than his books. And then it was a musical, too, so there was music – and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which was directed by Tim Burton, mm-hmm. it was an, a direct adaptation of the first book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. You just taught me something today because I did um, not know that. I was a little confused. They did add the musical <clears throat> sequences, uh, the Oompa Loompa singing, but otherwise it was an actual adaptation of the book. Whereas the first one, it takes a couple elements out of the books, but ultimately it's like a whole different thing. It's like a it's a satire of consumerism yeah. is basically what it is. Oh. Um, it's not it's, as earnest as the books. Yeah, right. Uh, I love the first one. Um, okay. And I thought the I thought the the Tim Burton one was okay. It was yeah, I, I, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. I'd never watch it again. I have no interest. But no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't really care for them to remake those movies. Yeah. I'm, I I want to see the remakes of I want to see stuff that I haven't seen. So I don't need to see James and the Giant Peach or the, or right. the factory ones. Let me see stuff that from the books that haven't been done. Anybody know what the magic finger is, real quick? Because that's this right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was what I needed to quit this job. <laughs> Kirk flipping you off. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make a great was, janitor yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. This is too much. Protecting but God. You should, yeah. <laughs> But you should feel okay about it because we're not talking bad about your talent. Exactly. Yeah. So this should this should feel fine. He called me a great janitor, not a <laughs> yes. shitty janitor wonderful, somewhere else. Wonderful one. Um <laughs> the thought that you guys just pull the janitor onto the podcast. <laughs> it's like fuck it, just put him on. I would like to see a good adaptation of the BFG, because the 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 Steven Spielberg one was not good. I heard that was bad. Garbage. Was it big friendly giant? Yeah. 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 It's a big fucking guy. Cool. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then after we come back, we're going to uh, watch a trailer for the movie that just dropped like yesterday, I think, uh, called The Iron Mask, which is this. I, we'll watch it when we come back. And we're back. This mo- th- so a trailer dropped <laughs> yesterday out of nowhere. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? So there's this new movie. It's coming out this year. Uh, it's called The Iron Mask, and it stars Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I immediately peek up because a per- perk up because oh, I like you saying peek up. I, I peek up. Yeah. I I peek. Oh, I'm about <laughs> yeah. to peek Hard. right now. <laughs> Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger may be my two favorite actors. <laughs> In what like what do you mean? Method actors. Those are oh, my okay. two favorite actors of but, all time. Like, like favorite movie like stars? Fuck, like fuck Daniel Day-Lewis. Favorite Lewis. anything. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That cobbling bitch. Yeah, like Tom uh, Hanks ain't shit. Compared to Arnold Schwarzenegger. When you grew up, Denzel could eat a dick. I actually think I've talked about, <laughs> I, I think I've told the story on the podcast before, but just to quickly reiterate it, uh, I went to an event, like a early focus group screening for this movie. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it was starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it was kind of like, the second or third, it was like the second or third movie he had done, like after coming out of retirement, acting retirement. Mm-hmm. 
it was like this character drama about an Austrian man whose family dies in a car or a plane crash on their way back from Austria. The crash happens because uh, this character played by Scoot McNary. Love um, that dude. He accident. <laughs> he he gets. He's an air tra- traffic controller, and he there's this thing that happens where he's left alone in the control tower, and he's controlling all these different flights, and he gets confused, and he accidentally causes two planes to be on the same level, and they crash. That. So he it, he's responsible yeah. for it. It's about these two characters, and the Scoot McNary character. He basically has a nervous breakdown and just becomes like a catatonic traumatized mess his wife and son leave him and then Arnold Schwarzenegger is coping with the death of his family and it culminates in basically like the Scoot McNary character starts going to therapy starts improving and finally he's like mending fences with with his wife and there's like gonna get back together and then Arnold Schwarzenegger tracks him down and kills him basically (laughs) because that's because it's an Arnold movie yeah right well, it's not even in like an action way. Like mm-hmm. he just shows up at his apartment, and like the 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 wife and the son have just come over, and they're like, "We're gonna try this again." And then he gets a knock on the door, and he opens it, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's just like, "Are you such and such?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then he's like, "My family was on that plane," and then he like stabs him. Yep. Did that movie come out a long time ago? Mm-hmm. Years ago. But I went went to an early screening of this with Tyler. <laughs> So we're staying after for the focus screening, and they're asking us questions and asking us to give our thoughts and input or whatever. And Tyler's like, he raises his hand, and he's like, uh, why don't you just have a different actor? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, It was garbage. And number one, number one... He's talking about Scoot? No, about Schwarzenegger. <laughs> First and foremost, the, the immediate thing is like, I looked over and I was like, Tyler, that is not the feedback that they're looking for. They can't change the yeah, actor. That's not going to They're happen. wanting... This is my first one, guys. They're wanting <laughs> feedback on something that they can actually improve. Like, oh, maybe like cut out some of this part or whatever. They, they, that's useless feedback. They can't change the actor in the movie. But also it really gave me a sense of like the generation gap of like just how like even with Tyler only being like five years younger than me, even that amount of time, it just makes a world of difference in terms of like <laughs> di- like our worldviews and like the things that we were raised in. Because I just realized like he just has no frame of reference for like there was a certain period in time where like if you were a kid, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the greatest fucking guy oh, yeah. ever. Listen, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger in everything before 1998. I am You know what I mean? Once once he did disagree with yeah, you. Yeah, once he did uh that one where he has a clone that takes over his life. What is that called? Uh The 6th day. The 6th day. Oh god, yeah. Garbage after that, you ruin everything about him for people who really liked his movies before when you continue I, to let I, yeah, him try it, to be an actor. But there's like a certain there's a there's a certain pay. time, a certain formative time right. where like when you were gr- when you grew up in that time, like you will watch Arnold Schwarzenegger in anything. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I mean I, I grew up at that time. I mean, I grew up when he blew up with Conan, the barbarian. Yeah, Conan. And, the and barbarian. so and I was like thirteen or something. So I was the perfect age. And I was with him probably until after like Eraser. Yeah, I liked Eraser. Yeah, I mean, Eraser's I, good. I like Eraser's not, really good. I'm not like, saying that I would love I I love anything he's in or I'd love the you, movie, but, but you're I will watch and enjoy okay. anything with Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. or Clint Eastwood in it. I don't care what it is. Yeah. I will Eastwood. watch it and enjoy really? it. Really? Did you watch did you watch The Mule? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but I wanted three to see orgies. It. I wanted to see it though. He fucks it was like, everybody it, in that movie. I, I never 
I, I have no, I have no interest in watching a Luke Clint Eastwood movie, a directed Clint Eastwood yeah. movie after like, like I saw American Sniper and I was like, this is fucking terrible. Yeah. But if, if Clint Eastwood's going to be in it, mm-hmm. I will fucking see it. But yeah, so for, for me, it's like anything he's in, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I will fucking watch it. If, have you if seen Arnold's this trailer yet? I, I did watch it. Oh, you did watch so it. So we're going to, okay. so, ba- so anyway, this dropped yesterday. And like I said, like I, Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger might be my favorite actors of all time. So I so this comes out and I'm like what the fuck is this, and this is this movie is this don't trailer say don't say nothing don't say nothing let's just watch it let's just watch it let's but watch it. I, okay, I'll okay, just okay, okay. I'll just set it I up I don't want you to I love it I love what, it so far what month so we're gonna watch this it's called the movie's called the Iron Mask. <laughs> Can you tilt the screen down a little bit? Okay. <laughs> so I'm watching this yesterday and I'm just like what is happening got Jackie Chan playing some like wise old kung fu master you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger playing like a fucking British soldier guy yeah. he's dedicated to the role though yeah, you've got is. like the man in the iron mask type character Whoever made this, this like did a, the Jumanji This is like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern for the man in the Iron Mask. Something is very wrong. Oh. I don't think this is oh. for the producers of Kill Bill. I don't think this is for American audiences. I mean, it's definitely not. No. Mm-hmm. This looks amazing. <laughs> And Arnold, Schwar- Arnold Schwarzenegger looks fucking great. Holy shit! I have he's to like, eat every he's like word 70. I just said about Arnold Schwarzenegger because this looks amazing. <laughs> Come on, this is—I want to see this so this bad. Looks so good. This is what um, the last Airbender should have been. This is just everything Whoa. that I want, guys. This looks so good. Everything that I want. Everything that I, I want. I, I am so sorry for what Arnold I just Schwarzenegger said. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan flying around fighting. Oh, my fucking God. Fucking kung fu masters flying around. Fucking dragons flying through the air. Crazy-ass mystical Eastern shit happening. That I, it's really everything that I wanted. Good. This is and, and to go back to what you said, Kelby, uh, immediately after I watched this, this is the text that I sent to my friend. I, I sent my friend this trailer, the link, and I said, I don't know what the fuck this weird CGI salad cynically cranked out <laughs> to appeal to China bullshit is, but I want it. I want it so bad. It's a movie that is just here for entirely made to do well in Chinese markets, and I want to see it so bad. I loved every frame of that. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, hold on a minute. Kirk, you'll get your moment, but Kelby's about to burst with some real, real tea over here. Let's hear it. Go, Kirk. Okay. Oh my god. I, I'm, let's do that because uh, let Kelby uh, kind of stew in the yeah, juices yeah, of what yeah, he's because yeah. it's gonna it's because it's gonna be, be controversial. I'm gonna go. Ju- <laughs> I can just go real quick. Okay. It looks silly. Yeah. And I don't really of course care. It does. I don't really care about it. That's just my opinion. I'm not like angry about it. I'm more confused about it than anything because I've never heard that this was even a thing. So I think, yeah, it's for China. It's for overseas. But it looks silly, and uh, I I don't really want a part of it. 
Kirk is, is the micro iron mask. There's the man in the iron mask. Which was it's a that's a Jeremy Irons. It's, a, it's an Alexander Dumas yes. uh, novel. Great novel. The guy who wrote the Three Musketeers yep. books, and it was adapted into a movie in the '90s with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio playing the Man in the Iron Mask. And Jeremy Irons and a bunch of other people. Yeah, it's, I mean it's the Three Musketeers movie, so yeah. you know Oliver Plath and oh yeah, and uh, uh, Gerard Depardieu and Depardieu. Charlie Sheen. The 90s were great. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't they crazy? But awful one. An awful oh, love. That's from the first one. But yeah. <laughs> I uh, but yeah, this this looks uh, too ridiculous for my tastes. No, I'm I'm I, I feel bad about everything I said about Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't it confirms a lot about oh, what does I said it, about does Arnold Schwarzenegger. It for you? <laughs> but I want to hear what Kelby has to say. Yeah, I really want to hear what Kelby has to say. Well uh oh. Talk about it. <laughs> I think um Arnold Schwarzenegger is acting his pants off. I think I'm happy to see Jackie Chan, but this looks like the biggest piece of crap ever made. Wow. <laughs> this looks wow. so bad Justified. and so dumb and so stupid. Wow. And just here's colors and <laughs> and Jackie wow. Chan and just like it's clearly somebody's just like, yeah, we gotta spend this money or <laughs> Yeah, or we got to pay in taxes. That looks like <laughs> pure garbage. It, in fact, looks so bad. It looks like a movie within a TV show that people are like, "Let's go watch that new Jackie Chan movie," um, and they it, watch that. It looks like a like if someone said, "Here's a spoof movie," I would have been like, "Oh, that's clever." And yeah, that's, I feel I, like it feels like a spoof to me. Yes, you, you two are like a, a microcosm of the Western viewer. I don't like, care. I think that's exactly. Yeah, what I mean, it's a, that's you're not, you're the not reason smart. Yeah, the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> I, that that doesn't really mean anything to me because it's just clearly the movie is just not for you. Yeah, right? that's what we yeah. said. Nah, but you know what? There's something about the visuals to me that seem off. Like it seems like expensive. Yeah, but you're cheap saying garbage. you're saying that's what we said. But the, there's very two very clear differences whenever you don't like or not interested in a movie. When a movie is supposed to appeal to you and it, in your opinion, it fails at what it was trying to do. Yeah, that is I don't like this. When something is not for you. It's a different thing. I literally nah. said the words, it's not for me. I literally but said the But I wasn't even talking words. to you. I was talking yeah. to Kelby. I don't think it's <laughs> well, not for Kelby me. Well, Kelby and I are as one. Wow. I don't I don't think it's not for me. I think on a visual end, it looks like a mess. I, I think, think it definitely isn't for you because the, the, the you reason- You even said that it The was... reason why the movie appeals to me is because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan, and it's specifically because it's <laughs> ridiculous and insane. That's, That's fine, why I want to see it. But vi- I'm t- Okay. Visually, it looks bad. But I don't, I, don't I don't see how I thought it looked amazing. It looks amazing. like a step, a couple steps down from the last Jumanji movie. And that's why I it think... appeals to me. Oh, boy. All right. I would still watch it, though. I won't watch it. I definitely I will watch it. Fantastic. But it looks, it looks like some fake thing. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, it does look like really real, fake, yeah. but I, I'm assuming that's part of. Why you guys like it? Hundred percent. I think yeah. it's at, it's supposed to look mystical, and it and it and it hits that mark. Yeah. I also this is going to sound in this vein. I don't like Arnold this wacky. I understand that he's played wacky parts. I know. I saw oh, Kindergarten wow. Cop. I love <laughs> Twins. Not the twins same. is not the Tuma. Not the Tuma. But this this wacky version of Arnold. Nah, I'm actually here for it. Now I'm I was like, really. I was. I think it's. I don't want him to do any serious stuff because he can't pull it off. But that was hilarious. I, I think he's going to be great in that. 
just from seeing him say a few things and like. I mean, I don't. I don't. In, ag- in a I don't agree that he can't pull off serious. Um, he was in a movie, which the movie wasn't really good, but he was in this movie called Maggie, which is about a man whose daughter is slowly turning into a zombie. And I thought he was great in it. The movie was not good, but I thought he was great. I, I, I'm okay with his character here because it shows me range that I've never seen from from Arnie before. I, I just think the visuals. He let you call him Arnie? That's my guy. He's real nice. No, he's a good dude. Um, but <laughs> I just think the visuals just look so slightly above cheap but so far from expensive that i'm it just that's what is appealing can, to it. Yeah. that's why i want to see it can you find out like the budget on it or is it not even released because that would be really interesting to me i bet because you if they made million. it on the cheap i'd be like oh okay i, get I don't it. think so i, mean, I bet you they probably didn't make it on the cheap it's probably it's probably super expensive yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, a it's huge like movie that. like yeah. it, like the reason why the the visuals look like I mean that's what that's why it appeals to me. Like it looks like a movie from like 1999, and I'm fucking here for it. Are we 21 years off? Oh my gosh! <laughs> it probably does have a large budget, but I'm I'm imagining that Jackie Chan is taking a big part of it. Internet isn't working. Jackie Chan yeah. hasn't been the biggest thing in America in a while, so I think this could be a big comeback for him if it is coming out in America or if it's coming out with wide release. Arnold Schwarzenegger just came out of um, Terminator, which I'm taking a guess that it was a success. So he can I ask. it was a flop. Would they, was he? Would was they it? not yeah, put it, it out in America money. but it still make yeah. it in English wow, and, just, so and release it overseas? Why would they? I don't it's know. It's not even on IMDb. I don't think they... I don't This movie feels like it's oh, no, not for the US. I feel like it's... The for the visuals alone, I feel like uh, if you remove like the the dragons and the magic and stuff, it, it feels a lot like the uh, Sky Captain movie. Like the yeah, I think, this, I think movie? this movie. Uh, I was thinking Sky more, Captain of Tomorrow mm. with Jude Law and Gwyneth Paltrow. I think Angelina Jolie and Leonardo DiCaprio. What? Yeah, this I think this movie like already came out in China because it says 2019 on. IMDb. I thought that, I think this movie like already came out, and then like now it's just coming out in the U.S. Okay, it's it, the, so it must be doing well. the the title of it is Journey to China: The Mystery of Iron Mask, and then oh. it's retitled The Iron Mask for the United States, and it's like it's like written and directed by Russian people. It's, do you see? See, there's somebody that's how they get us. Somebody having a, that's how they get wait, us. No, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it sounds like somebody well, okay got to spend it. some money real quick. Mm-hmm. We, need to, we need to, we need to, yeah. Yes. Million. Yeah, 49. I knew it. 50 million is what I called it. It cost 50 million. Okay. Yeah. So far, because it, it has come out already, and so far the cumulative worldwide wide gross for the movie is $14 million. Of course My is. point is proven. And you know China is a bigger wow. market. The rest of the world is but ginormous again, for these movies. It's in English. Do they, re- so? do they make... They'll put, Pure, subtitles, they'll put subtitles on. Right, but do they make English movies for the Chinese market specifically? Yeah. Like, Or wouldn't they just make it in, in, in No, they the, the Chinese, they love American movies. That's yeah. like They, okay, they, just, like, just, they don't want to see... They want to see American Western yeah. cinema yeah. with like... But like that takes place in China. Like they like it's a weird thing that they're into. Yeah, they, I mean, it, I call the fifty million makes sense. I think twenty of it went to paying for the actors. I think twenty of it went to CGI and costuming and all that jazz, and the rest they just spent it on who knows what. But it, fourteen million sound about right. Once it comes to America, it'll make up another twenty five, and 
Oh, oh I bet you it makes less than that. I'm, less than I'm being gracious. gracious. I bet really? you. Because it oh, looks be, so bad. It's going to be a huge flop. Yeah. I but I want to see it. So I massive. hope the two of you go see it together and report back on it. We will. Like, I'm, no we'll joke. I would love that. Do you see any reviews? I was wrong. Do you see any reviews? But Angelina Jolie is in Oh, he's in it. Okay, yeah. Let's see. Is there a, is there a movie like Sky Captain and not Catch Me If You Can that has Leonardo DiCaprio playing a captain of like a airship? Oh, Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> yeah. Catch Me If You Can. God damn it! He he was a captain and he played a pilot. Oh, he was he faked being yeah. a pilot. Yeah, I could have sworn he was in. No, it's Jude Law. Yeah, that's crazy. Hmm. I love Jude Law. Too. No, it's not even it's not even on. I'm or it, here it is, but it, I don't think it has any reviews. Damn. Yeah, no reviews. Wow. This is probably one of those just movies they be making and you you know how there are actors you just see they have a credit and you're like, when did that come out? And yeah, it's just one of those. One of those. Yeah. All right. So now it's time for a regular segment on the show. Up next, we're going to do. Can you go for that? Oh, oh, oh. oh can you? Oh, can you go for that? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, can you? Can you go for that? Oh, oh, oh. Can you, can you go for that? Can you go for that? Can you go for that? On this segment, <laughs> we take a look at uh, a bunch of rumored or unsubstantiated reboot news. And we go around and we give our scores of can we go for that? So each of us will give our score. I can go for that or I can't go for that. We're going to briefly run through the stories. And then we'll go through and ask everybody whether or not they can go for it. Okay. That was a very clumsy way. Of, I'll, I'll get I'll get better at introducing this. I definitely this. can't go for that introduction. I'll get, <laughs> wow. I'll get better at introducing this. Babe, we're baby stepping. This is our first segment. First one, uh, there's a Bride of Frankenstein reboot starring Angelina Jolie reportedly in development at Universal. Universal's cooking up a Bride of Frankenstein reboot with Amy Pascal on board to produce. The studio has had the movie in the uh, on the back burner for quite some time now. So far... There are not many details about the project available, but the studio is looking for Pascal to do something different with the upcoming reboot. Pascal has yet to com comment on the matter. As for who could star in the movie, insiders have claimed for years that Angelina Jolie wants to take on the role. Uh, Angelina Jolie reportedly will only star in The Bride of Frankenstein if the right creative team is in place. Bride of Frankenstein and the Immaculate Emancipation of the Bride. <laughs> Kelly, tweet out you want to direct. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. What, what company? Is uh, it? And then Angelina Jolie's like, I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> Quick clarification: Universal. The Bride of Frankenstein. Did he bring it? He was like, I did the first one so well, and it didn't turn out bad at all. I'm going to create a wife for myself. Is that how the story goes for the Bride of Frankenstein, or did somebody else make the Bride of Frankenstein, not realizing that it's the monster? No, he created. He created the bride for the monster to basically be like, give him a, like thinking like, oh, if I give him something to love yeah right okay so again what i'm saying so her name is bride then it's yeah it's the bride gotcha okay because bride I of like, frankenstein is just basically a uh like a t movie title it's yeah. just for marketing because you know the well that's yeah but that's the, what the, i always the thing that pretentious at. like fans like to point out is that uh the monster is not called frankenstein it's he's frankenstein's monster it's like he's his son so he's also a frankenstein you know what i mean because it's not don't overthink it frankenstein frankenstein <laughs> so kirk I can't oh, yeah. go for that. Oh. I'm not that interested in horror or classic horror. Mm -hmm. And uh, Angelina Jolie, who is fine, uh, I'm not a huge fan. So this is all kind of like, oh, okay, for, for someone else. Mm -hmm. I can't go for that. I can go for that. I, I think uh, it makes sense casting Angelina Jolie, me as a director. 
mean, that's that's a good combo right there. Yeah. And since she's been doing the kind of darker content with Maleficent and she just kind of has that facial feature uh, just like um casting wise, yeah. Yeah, casting wise yeah, just makes perfect. sense. Yeah. Um you know, I guess it would just have to be really well written for me to care to go watch it, but and direct it. And I mean, I mean, yeah. listen, look, man. If they ask me to direct it, they know I got a pen and script. I mean, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> mindset, mindset. Uh, but me. yeah, I guess so. I don't see the problem with it. Hmm. Will I go watch it? Will I be enticed to go watch it? Can I pause for a second? So you're contradicting yourself. You yeah. can go for it, but you're not going to go see it. I can go for it being made. He can go for it, but he's not here for you, it. Oh my God, Kelby! Okay, I'm gonna, I'm establishing rules. <laughs> yes, now. please. <laughs> You're missing the whole point of this, Kelby. This, this segment can never be from a business perspective. That's not thinking. what I'm saying. This, this segment that is, is exactly what you're this, saying. This segment has nothing to do with that. This segment is 100% would, do you want to see this? Yeah. That is oh, it. God, that is the that parameters is yeah. of this segment right. from this point on. So knowing those parameters. I'm so in the middle. Uh, Why are you like riding the fence? I'm just gonna give because it I kind of don't care, but it also sounds kind of cool. Look into your heart. I probably can go for that. I All think right. on a very specific All night, right. I could I could go okay. for that. Yeah. That's exhausting. <laughs> I can't. I can't go for that. I don't care. I want as much as like it is perfect casting. I just rather her just post pictures at, like for Halloween or something, Whoa. and then then put this effort into making a good Frankenstein movie. Damn objectification. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just learned that word. <laughs> you just learned that fuck up. For me, it's a little bit more complicated than just one or the other. So you see, God damn oh, it! You see, you, you got all let, up in my butt. Let me explain. No, I didn't get all through your butt. I said. <laughs> <laughs> Never would would I do that. Um, I I said you can't. This is about your opinion on whether you want to see it, not whether like oh the market conditions. I never projected said that. that uh, no, but Q4, you said, did said you're 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 good with it being made, but you don't want to. Yeah, see you don't. It. I don't it. know if I want to see it because it sounds good, but I'm like, ah, would I go out of my way to see it? I don't know. So, the universal stable of monsters is one of my favorite. Properties ever. I love all of the old Universal monster movies. Yeah, I name them all. I, well, I mean, there's you know, like there's yeah. Dracula, there's right. Frankenstein, Godzilla. The, the Wolfman. No, that's that's a different thing. Oh, um, the Mummy, uh, the Invisible Man, and then all of the offshoots of that. You know, oh, okay. the curse. You know, Bride of Frankenstein, and all these things. Uh, oh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Hmm. I love them. It's just they're they're some of my favorite. Things. Uh, grew up watching these movies, and uh, they definitely informed a lot of my own like sensibilities as a person who's both creatively and also just things that I like to watch. The Bride of Frankenstein is great. It's it, you know the, the, the 1935 movie is a great movie. Now, in the recent years, with Universal trying to do this uh, monster universe where they've tried to do a reboot of the Mummy and then Dracula and like put them all into one universe, like. It's largely been a huge failure. I mean, Dracula Untold sucked. The Mummy movie with Tom Cruise fucking sucked. Is that the one with Russell Crowe as well? <coughs> right? The... I don't know. I never. I didn't even see it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> How you know it sucked? I'm. Ju- I, I don't mean like. I just mean in terms of like it bombed and it was a critically panned. Uh, well, from a business in, perspective, I'm, if I'm right in that in that Mummy Facts. movie, they already they tried to make uh, Russell Crowe Jekyll and Hyde as well. Like they tried to stuff more things into it. 
I'm sure they probably did try yeah. to set that up. So people hated that. Didn't look interesting to me from the trailer at all. Dracula and Toll I did see, and that fucking sucked. And then that like that Frankenstein movie with with, with Two Face. Yeah, uh, that was terrible. So they've they've been trying to do this like dark universe, and it's just completely failed. So if this movie was being made in that context of like, okay, here's another movie in this like dark universe thing we're trying to do, and if it was a similar attempt at it as like the Mummy movie, as Dracula Untold, then like I definitely can't go for that. Also, I I really Angelina Jolie being the Bride of Frankenstein, I really can't go for that either. Mm. However. So- all right. So they have they have the new um, they have the Invisible Man movie coming out with Elizabeth Moss with Elizabeth Moss and it's directed written and directed by Lee Whannell who he created Saw he was co writer of Saw he wrote the Insidious movies he directed like the second and third one I haven't seen it yet obviously because it's not out but that movie looks fucking great and it looks like. They were basically like, ah, this dark universe thing isn't working out. So let's just like give this to like a smaller director and make him let him make some kind of like different little small thing. And that movie looks fucking amazing. I want to see it so bad. Quick question. What is the difference between that invisible man and the Kevin Bacon invisible man? That's Hollow Man. Oh Hollow Man Man is great. Hollow Man (laughs) is uh, directed by Paul Verhoeven, which is one of my favorite directors of all time. Uh Hollow Man is um, is great. That movie's great, but it, but that's movie that movie is inspired by the Invisible Man. That's not the Invisible Man. That's I've I've been thinking it was the Invisible Man this entire time, and it's been the Hollow Man. So I, my point's not valid at all. But uh, but but the but the Invisible Man movie with Elizabeth Moss looks great. So if they made if they were able to like make a uni- like a cinematic universe uh, of Universal monster movies like in that vein, and if if this was similar in kind of tone and to that, then like I would definitely be, I could definitely go for that. I feel like but you're if they not try to, a full answer. But if they try to make it as this big thing in the vein of like those higher tier uh, universal mm-hmm. movies that they're trying to make that have all just kind of failed and flopped, uh, then I can't go for that. So it really depends on like how they're attempting to make it. I feel like I want a definitive answer. I don't think he can go for it. I feel like you can't go for it. I don't I, want to put words in it. I can't go it. for it. Depending on the circumstance, yeah. it seems more you're more leaning towards can't go for it. I mean, they're probably going to make they're probably going to try to make this as like a big thing in the vein yeah. of those other ones. So if that's the case, then I have no interest in it. All right. Hmm. But recently, who did the first mummy? The the real the real mummy, the uh, one with Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Brendan Fraser said he. First of all, that's not the first mummy. I know it's not the first. Boris Karloff. It's the only it's one that matters, though. <laughs> No, <laughs> Boris Karloff is and will for always be uh, Frankenstein. I don't care to see him wrapped up in toilet paper as the mummy. Okay, I like Boris Karloff as what I first saw him in, and I don't want to ruin it with anything else. You, it, it ruins it. I, I've seen, I've seen clips of the mummy that the that Boris Karloff was in or whatever, and it's not, it's not as good as Frankenstein. Damn. Him as Frankenstein. You ever wonder it's, why he's the don't least make liked? People, ah, I'm the least liked person on the podcast. The Mummy, the mummy is as seminal as the Frankenstein movies, and they came out around the same time. <laughs> I told, I just, I gave you For the reason. I, see, he wasn't shrugged. as compelling. I don't want to see him as two different uh, monsters. You don't like to see people acting. I mean, Thank all you. those, all those, all those actors, all pl- like they crossed over. Like, like uh, Bella Lugosi, who played, who's like the most definitive Dracula. He also played Frankenstein. 
Like they all mm. crossed over and and played the different characters. I'm sorry that I don't live up to your standards. I just would rather. I don't know where we're getting at. Anymore. What do you even? I, do, I did. I, I, I lost one. track of what we I was can, getting at. For the most now part, we, we got can't. Out of that. For the yeah. most part, we can't <laughs> go yeah. for it. Yeah. The oh, next God one. Damn it, <laughs> Brendan Fraser. <laughs> those mo- those movies are great, though. Well, the first two. Mm-hmm. Sony reportedly wants Andrew Garfield back as Spider-Man. No. Hang on. As as good a job as Tom Holland is doing on his own, Spider-Man fans would love to see him team up with his predecessors as Peter Parker. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, following the animated Spider-Verse movie, introducing the concept of multiple Spideys to audience audiences, it really doesn't seem that far-fetched that a union of the three wall crawlers could happen, and it appears that Sony is, Sony is keen on the idea. According to sources, Sony is apparently uh, r- uh, raring to go with a live-action Spider-Verse film, and yes, the plan would be for it to feature Holland, Maguire, and Garfield. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, though... You're, uh, we're hearing the studios particularly focused on getting Garfield inv- involved again. Maybe they feel like they owe him after his amazing, amazing Spider-Man franchise was cut short when they made a deal with Spider-Man, uh, with Marvel to reboot the character in the MCU. So basically, they're just this rumor is that Sony is kicking around the idea of doing a live-action Spider-Verse movie. And if you haven't seen it, Into the Spider-Verse is an animated movie that that Sony came out. Uh, it's the best Spider-Man movie that's ever been made. Um, and it's it's loosely based on a series of crossover comics between the mainline Marvel Universe Spider-Man and then the Ultimate Spider-Man Universe, Miles Morales as Spider-Man, where Peter Parker Spider-Man from the main universe has come into the Ultimate Universe and they've teamed up. Um, and they made this movie sort of loosely based on that. And it's about uh, Peter Parker from the main Spider-Man Universe coming into the Ultimate Spider-Man Universe and meeting Miles Morales, who is the Ultimate Spider-Man um, and then other Spider-Mans from different universes come in, and they all team up to fight Kingpin uh, and 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 Doctor Octopus. Uh, and so now they're talking about doing that as a live-action movie, where essentially Tom Holland's Spider-Man would team up with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. But if they did this, this movie would not work without them also bringing Miles Morales into the mix. So then they got they got to get a Miles Morales and do that, a live-action Miles Morales. Um, we all know who it should be. Nope, because he's way too old now. Who? Who do you think? You think Tobey Maguire can st- continue playing Spider-Man, but you can't bring in somebody who's just as old as him? Miles Morales is a teenager. Oh, I'm an idiot. Okay. So who 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 do you have in the, mind? The, there was a bit. Childish Gambino, obviously. Yeah, the, right. there's, there's, no. he's he's the only person. That the, that's the thing. Is like Miles what, Morales is half Hispanic. But that's the thing, though. Is is in the like years and years ago before they rebooted. Uh, Spider-Man and made the amazing Spider-Man movies yeah. uh, with Andrew Garfield. There was a huge campaign yeah, I know. for Donald Glover to play Spider-Man. Yeah. And then he, it obviously didn't happen. Right. And then he went on to voice Miles Morales in some of the animated movies. Mm-hmm. And then also in, home, was, it, was it Homecoming? It was Homecoming. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, in that one, he, yeah. play, he played Miles Morales' uncle as a, as a, as a cameo. As like, in what? I'm, in Homecoming. In, home, in Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Spy, uh, he did? Yeah, he yeah. was, didn't he play a guy with a gun, or yeah. like a thief or something? Yeah, but he he play he's he's playing Miles Morales's uncle. Uh, Miles Morales's uncle in the comics oh. is the Prowler, mm-hmm. uh, who's like he's like basically a gangbanger who starts working for Kingpin. Kingpin, uh, and he's wears this he's he basically like the, he wears this costume and he has like claws and he's like a he rides a motorcycle, and in the in Homecoming 
Donald Glover is playing a character that's like loosely referencing that because you know when he when he catches them he's like oh I got you know I I got uh, I got a nephew that lives over there so he's kind of like oh, okay sli- it was like a wink and a nod of like oh this is this is Miles Morales's uncle oh, okay. um, I didn't even know that his character's half Latino yeah his name is Miles Morales yeah he's his dad's black and his mom is Puerto Rican oh mm-hmm. I thought the uh, I'm dumb sorry which one's the 2099 character. I think he's he's uh he's fully like Cuban or something like that. Oh, um, I'm confused. My bad. But I was gonna bring this up last time we were talking about Spider Man because there's like a YouTube channel talking about it now. But I wish I had said it before. Oh, he's he's Mexican. Oh, but in the Morbius trailer, they have Tobey Maguire Spider Man on on a poster. And now Morbius put out more pictures of the set, and it's the Daily Bugle from Tobey Maguire's uh, Spider-Man. It's not the new one where it's like a blog posting place. So I wish I had brought it up, but I think that's I think they are going to do this, and I think that's how they're going to get it in. I think they're going to use um, uh, the un- Multiverse of Madness to, to tie in Morbius to the Marvel Universe and then have uh, all three Spider-Mans. That'd be cool. They could do it. And, 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 and it would... It, they they can pretty they can pretty much do anything because of the way the established rules of the comics is like there's all these different continuities and they can all cross over basically by whatever logic that they create. Yeah, and then it, I mean it, ultimately it kind of leads them towards a phase where they could do the uh, the big crossover event with uh, Doom. You know, uh, it's not Crisis. That's a DC thing. It's where uh, all bat is where all of the uh, good and bad guys get put onto one planet in in one universe and they all have to fight each other and and it's all led by uh dr doom i forget i don't, I don't know i'll, look I know, I know I'll, I'll, I don't know I'll put it in the comments if you guys really want to know but i'm here for it sorry <laughs> i can't go for that too many spider-man mm. too many too many i don't I, I don't want all those i don't want all those spideys <laughs> give me just one i i like spider-man i will eventually see into the spider-verse i haven't gotten around to it you yet got a, a no, I just it's too much. I had too much. I don't. I don't want to have to think uh, about who's from where and who. They have different costumes, but I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't care. It's it's too many Spideys. That's fair. That's fair. Well, maybe you wouldn't like Spider Verse then. Wait, well, there, there's like there's like seven Spider Men in it. Oh, yeah, boy. Um, I can't really go for that. It just sounds like they kind of ran out of ideas, and I, I don't ever want to see Andrew Garfield. Whoa! In another Spider-Man movie, he's fine and whatever else he does. Y'all let Jamie Fox really ruin those movies for you because nah, Andrew Garfield's amazing. No, it just it, he didn't make sense to me as Spider-Man. Oh. Uh, I just was just like to me, Spider-Man has to be that nerdy kind of like uh, little boy, and then when he puts the costume on, he's not so much a man, but he he finds like a different type of confidence in himself. Um, so that's what the story of Spider-Man was to me. So just seeing Andrew Garfield, just such a pretty looking guy and just so cool and like all that stuff. I, I was cool? just like, man. That's all. Okay. That's that's what people say. That's like the consensus there is that he's just too suave and good looking. I didn't but see him. Toby but Tobey Maguire is, cool? is far more good looking than uh, than he is, as Andrew Garfield is. And Tobey Maguire is a nerd for three minutes in the original movie. And then he's fucking jacked. He looks I'm amazing. I, I don't know what you're interested in, but Tobey Maguire looks like garbage. You're insane. So, uh, <laughs> so I can't go for that. Okay. I definitely can go for that. I'm here. I'm always here for it. I say bring back uh, fucking Eric Foreman as uh, Venom from that universe too. 
He has a real name. I can't remember it for the fucking life Topher of me. Grace. Uh, Topher Grace. Thank you. I, I loved like, it all. I, love I loved Grace. that entire that entire thing. You like Spider-Man 3? I like Spider-Man 3. All right, it tells yep. me something about you. And I, like, <laughs> and I liked both Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I'm just, I think I'm just here for Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. I definitely can go for that. There is never too many Spider-Men. Too many Spider-Men. Spider-Mans. There can be um, as many Spider-Men as possible, and it will never be enough Spider-Man. I feel like it lessens the importance of the Spider-Man when you have multiple Spider-Man. You don't get no, it. No, because they're all they're all di- they're all different and unique. Like Miles, can they do different stuff? Yeah, yeah. Miles Morales uh, can shoot electricity, and he can turn invisible. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. He can shoot electricity. <laughs> is it electric spider webs? He's a no. He just, he, just, he just shoots electricity. It's like a shock. And then that's not a spider. He's an eel spider. He still does the same thing as every other. Okay, so in each universe, the spider that turns them into the Spider-Man, or even sometimes not a spider, is a different version of the spider, giving them separate individual powers. Yeah, there's there's a there's a version of Spider-Man uh, that was created by Gerard Way. It's a Japanese girl. Her name is Penny Parker, mm-hmm. and she actually doesn't get bit by the spider, or maybe she does. I forget. But she's a, she's a young Japanese girl, and then she wears a big spider robot mech, uh, and the spider robot mech is controlled by the actual spider, who, which is her friend. It's her sidekick, and she can. Commu- oh yeah, she does get bitten by the spider because she can communicate with the spider, mm-hmm. and the spider lives inside of the robot, and it controls the robot, and then she gets inside the robot and fights bad guys. It's just, so it's all the Spider Men are different, and then there's like Spider. You know, they're they're all different. Yeah. Uh, Even though I, I appreciate that they're all different, it's too much. For yeah, me. it's just too there much. Can never, there can never be enough Spider Men. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Andrew Garfield. Uh, I I think is is very underrated as I think he was a great Spider Man. I I I thought the first Amazing Spider Man was okay. I thought the second one was terrible. But Spider Man uh, Andrew Garfield as Spider Man was great. I don't I, I I never agreed with the with the consensus or the or the criticism that he wasn't nerdy enough because I I think that uh, I don't think that that type of nerd exists anymore. I don't think that that that's an anachronism. Yeah. The that type of like glasses wearing dork that gets wedgies and things like that. I don't think that's a real thing anymore. I, I, like the things that I was into that I was like nerdy for and got like made fun of when I was a kid are popular now. Yeah. Like like I being agree. a nerd has been Agreed. has become a popular thing now. Everybody right. is a nerd. So there's no that's a, that's a, that's that doesn't exist anymore. The the, the type of nerd But that, he he doesn't have to be that. He could have just been less cool. I just agree. he wasn't cool That's though. What I'm he was, I don't see he, where the, you think he's cool. The, what how they how they interpreted him being a nerd in those movies was that he was basically like a goody two shoes. Like when like he he was the type of person who, whenever like the bully was like being an asshole, he would stand up to them. And so because he would like because he would stand up to them and be on the side of of good, he was ostracized from the popular kids because he wouldn't like. He basically wouldn't like assuage their kind of shittiness. So he, so that's that's how they interpreted that character as being an outsider. He wasn't he wasn't a nerd like a glasses wearing nerd like Peter Parker was in the uh, original Spider Man or like the ultimate the first Ultimate Spider Man uh, comic. He was like a freak, you know, like freaks and geeks. Mm-hmm. He was a, like there's the popular kids, there's the nerds, and then there's the freaks, and he was a freak. Right. Um, yeah, he was. And and I I I I I think he was a great Spider-Man. Yeah. So I so I think he's underrated. I think that he you know giving him 
his due of coming back and being in a better Spider-Man movie, I think would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love the first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. I love mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire, so I'd love to see him coming back again. I think that'd be amazing, especially considering I agree with that. Especially considering that they're bringing back um, J. Jonah Jameson um, yeah. and having my man from Whiplash. Yeah, what the, what the fuck is his Miles name? Miles Teller. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. They're having J.K. Simmons playing. <laughs> oh, I thought you so. Know. You know, yeah, bring Tobey Maguire back. Seller. Yeah, Tobey um, Maguire can come back. He's always welcome. Yeah. Yeah, I I think this would be I think this would be really cool if they did this right. Love it. And I'd love to see it. It Absolutely. would it would just be such a it would be such an intersectional crossing of so many cool things mm-hmm. that I I think it'd just be really cool to see. Um, but they got to get a Miles Teller, or not Miles Teller. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> they got to get Miles Teller. They got to get a Miles Morales in Miles here, Morales. otherwise played by what Miles if he was a Teller. What? What if he was the only cartoon? Oh, that would be insane. Like even, would, even uh, that would a, be I, that would be cool, but they would never do that. Like even that, in a that's, three dimensional world, that's too world? out there for like a mainline Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I I can go for that definitely, and also you know the so Andrew Garfield Spider-Man he create he builds his web shooters and their machines, uh, but the Tobey Maguire well, that's that's, that's the, the real comic, that's yeah. the real way. No, that sucks. <laughs> no, it's it's actually it's it's way better. So that's how that's how Toby Maguire found out that he had web shooters in the first one. My my good. my friend has a has a philosophy about superhero costumes and how a superhero costume is supposed to uh, tell you everything that you need to know about a character at a glance. So uh, the reason why the the man made web shooters are better than the organic web shooters from the Sam Raimi movies is because uh, they sh- they they. They show you that he is uh, is a is an engineer basically. Oh, they're they, uh, they're they're indicative of the fact that he's able to create these machines and and invent things. Whereas um, the Sam Raimi Spider Man, the fact that they're just organic, it just it doesn't say anything about his character mm. because they're the the organic web shooters are just basically given to him. They're thrust upon him. He just wakes up one day and he's a perfect fucking Spider Man. Uh, whereas uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider Man or the Spider Man from the comics. He wasn't just given these web shooters. He had to build them and make mm-hmm. them himself. So they say more about him as a character than right. the organic web shooters. I like that. Let, let I like me ask that. you a quick question. Uh, what do you think about the current Spider-Man that's pretty much in an Iron Man suit? I, I like I like the Spider-Man movies. I, I like Spider-Man Homecoming. I didn't Far From Home. I didn't really care for that much, uh, but I really liked Homecoming. But I yeah I, I I don't really like the idea of him just being given the Iron Spider suit. Because I want to see him make his suit. I want to see him build the web shooters. I want to see him having a costume that, like I said, is more indicative of him as a character. uh, As opposed to just being given the Iron Spider suit. Which is like, the Iron Spider suit is cool, but it doesn't really say anything about him at all. It's it's not a reflection on him as a character. Whereas, like, homemade, the homemade suit, the homemade web shooters, all that stuff, it it speaks more to him as a character. That was one of my things with... uh... Tobey Maguire Spider-Man when I like found out the comics didn't have the organic ones he made a costume that didn't have anything right here to let the webs out nah it'd just be opening real quick it was there, there was nothing there and and with the like the the comic book what he had to create something that went over it which makes more sense to me and looking back at it as I like that also like the that also the organic web shooters are kind of like creepy the the real the, the comic Spider-Man or Tom Holland Spider-Man or Andrew Garfield Spider-Man like they have super strength and they can stick to walls, but they have no like the fact that like Tobey Maguire Spider Man like had like webs like he's like a he's like a freak like yeah, like he's a freaking like, Spider Man 
Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't Batman doesn't have fucking wings. Bat. That's like, a like, different story. He didn't get bit by a bat. He got bit by some money. Yeah, but the, he got <laughs> Spider-Man Spider-Man gets bitten by a radioactive spider and but his powers aren't really spider-like. He has well, he has super strength and he can cl- crawl on walls. Like those I, are, those aren't like definitively spider-like he's got qualities. Spidey senses. The spite but the spidey sense. What do s- spiders can spiders sense danger? That's not a thing. Yes, that oh, they can. Spidologists. <laughs> Spidologists. <laughs> um, yeah. Spidologists. All right. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, the, the the fact that Tobey Maguire like is can like has like holes in like in his wrists that yeah. shoot out like that's that's creepy and that's weird. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> there is a there is an Event Horizon remake reportedly in the works with Mila Mila jo- Jovovich eyed to star in it. Um, and what will surely be music to the ears of many. We're hearing today that a remake of the 1997 sci-fi horror movie Event Horizon is on the cards. Uh, this is a separate project from the recently announced TV series. We're told, and better yet, the hope is to get not only to not only get uh, Paul W. S. D- Paul W. S. Anderson back to direct, but have Resident Evil star Mila Jovovich take on take one of the lead roles, which is weird. That's it's a strange thing because so Mila Jovovich is Paul W. An- w. S. Anderson's wife. Oh, uh, Paul W. S. Anderson directed all the Resident Evil movies which she stars in but then Paul W.S. Anderson also directed the original Event Horizon and it's pretty much the only good movie he's ever made so it's like they're talking about a remake of Event Horizon but directed by the same director and then starring his wife okay isn't Pandorica or or Pandorum a remake of this movie, like a, a an offshoot telling. It's not of this a remake. Movie? It's just it's... a similar story, but oh, it's not okay. a remake. Like... Right. Yeah, I mean, Event Horizon. I I love that movie, but uh, I mean, I guess I'd like to see a remake of it. I don't know which one's the one uh, where they either they build they they build a, a machine to talk to the aliens, like to go into warp speed that the aliens send them how to how to make a ship that can communicate the explorers it. no it's it's got uh, uh fuck she's a really a good director now she used to be an actor contact contact is that contact that's oh what, my god that's what i'm thinking of i'm sorry i'm Holy, sorry how are you comparing event horizon i, I don't contact. think i've seen event horizon then oh my god i just event read, horizon is like a horror movie your brain yeah i, I just read this thing the thing and okay. it reminded me of pandorum okay, okay. I'm here for it. Oh. <laughs> you're what? I'm here for it. So you're, you're here for the I'm nepotism? For you're what? You can I'm go, here for he it. You're what? For I'm here for it. You're what? I am here for it. You're what? Can I can go, go for, for that. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. I know I saw Event Horizon because Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Yeah. And I saw it in 97. And Sam Neill. Yeah. Okay. I saw it in 97. And I was like, this is really good. Haven't thought about it until you just brought it up right now. But since I had such a good response to it when I first saw it in 97, I'm here for it. No, I'm not. I can go for that. Okay. Fooled ya. <laughs> All right. It's I a know. good movie. That was a legit good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was entertaining. Horizon. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like you're here for nepotism. I'm always here for nepotism. Nice. <laughs> Um, I know so very that's little. That's why you're here, too. I know. That's so <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, cuz. Damn, that's one Burger King that's not getting clean right now. That janitor guy. Um, I don't know very much about Resident Evil. 
and affiliate movies. Um, but I did just Google Mila Jovovich, which is a name that I'm familiar with, but I'd never seen her. And she is so beautiful that I will watch whatever she's in. So I am here for that. You should you should watch Days and Confused. Okay. No, no, never mind. You should watch you should watch The Fifth Element. Oh, multipass. You know what? That's a good movie too. The Fifth Element's a fucking That's amazing a good movie. movie. Right. Yeah, I want I want the sixth element, and it's just it's guys? just following um what's his name's character around as the flamboyant uh go back yeah that guy go back go back love that character I want to see him doing like all kinds of other things she's oh not, she's not beautiful you Tyler I have no opinion about Mia Yorkovich well you don't have you have face blindness <laughs> yeah exactly I have face blindness I can't see her I can't see her face um, no I just I don't care after watching her in all the Resident Evil movies she just sucks so don't talk about my girl like and like and I don't want to see her in this I don't I'm not I can't go for this yeah that's crazy um, <laughs> I mean mindset being in a bad movie does not make you bad Mila Jovovich is not she doesn't suck. She's a she's good. What other movies has Thank she you. been in that's that are good? Days other, and Confused. Other, Days, other than Days um, and Confused, Married with uh, Children, The, the Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. That's it. Fifth Element. I haven't. I I I can't remember who she is in Days. Contact. She was in Contact. <laughs> no, I was like, she was in Contact. <laughs> she gonna be in my next. She. Was, I all I can remember her in is that is. Uh, she's be, she's, she's been also been in a movie called like doing? that is her husband who is Edward Norton is in jail. And then she has an affair with De Niro. Yeah, that's his, a bad movie. That's such a bad, movie, a bad movie. And she's just terrible in it. And I'm like, okay, I don't care. I don't need to see her anything else. Damn. After watching seven bullshit, dumbass Resident Evil movies. Okay. She's worth a lot of money. Oh, oh she got a resume resume. Oh, yeah. She's in this movie called The Perfect Getaway, which is which is a weird and really good movie. I haven't seen it. What's it about? I don't even I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, this couple goes out on vacation. Steve's uh, Steve. Yeah, Steve's on. It's good. And, I feel like and, good. And uh, Timothy yep. Oliphant. It's a good it's movie. A, it's a strange. Yeah, I'm, movie. I'm I'm there for the cast, other yeah. than Jokovic, but or Jovovich. Um, yeah, I watched I watched the Perfect Getaway with my parents, and like I just expected nothing of it because it just seemed like a type of movie my parents were into. Yeah. And then I I proceeded to see just one of the strangest movies. Yeah, it's like, a weird. It's one. a weird thriller. It's good. I feel like uh, I feel like you need to make amends with Mila. No, I feel like Mila yeah, Jovovich is um, a generic version of Liv Tyler. Let me go look her up. Nah, yeah. I'll be knowing on him. Uh, yeah. So okay. So um, for the most part, I can go for that. I will say that like even though Paul W S W S Anderson directed the original Event Horizon, aside from that, I. Don't like Paul W.S. W. S. Anderson as a director. So did he do a Predator? No, uh, he was. He was. I don't know. I. Uh, I mean, he he directed all the he directed all the um, all the Resident Evil movies. He directed uh, the that like reboot of the Three Musketeers, also starring Mila Jovovich. You've never heard of Wuz Anderson? He directed Ultraviolet, also starring Mila Jovovich. Um, it's a great husband. He's a yeah. really good husband. He's yeah, like, he's um, real nice. We all should be like him. And Mila Jovovich got more money than name. her husband. So she's <laughs> even better now? That's what I'm saying. He gave her all the work, made her all the money. He was like, I don't worry. You keep that money. That's right why he there. keeps giving oh, he directed her the, the work. Oh, he directed the first Mortal Kombat movie. You see? That's and he did direct. Movie. He directed the first Alien thank, versus Predator oh, movie. Thank God but she that movie wasn't sucks. in that movie. Um, yeah. Liv Tyler in it. Other uh, other than Event Horizon, like Tyler. Yeah, she does. I love I love Mortal Kombat. Like in a but like it's not a good movie. Other than Event Horizon, everything he's directed has just been shit. Yeah. So that means you are. I can go for that because you know uh, I like the movie and whatever. Sure, it'll probably suck, but 
I'll be I'll be interested in seeing right. it. You, you and me. Um, I'll go. Oh yeah. Fuck you, Tyler. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mars Attacks remake, remake reportedly in the works. Ack. Tim Burton may return. Ack, ack. Um, a Mars Attacks remake is being considered, and Tim Burton could return. Sources say that Warner Brothers has interest in making remaking the 1996 sci-fi comedy movie, and they'd like Burton to get b- back behind the camera. Nothing's official as of yet. From what we're told, this uh, would be a modern-day remake of the original, but the details we've been given are in there. If Jack Black decides that this is his final movie, I'm there for it. Jack Black? <laughs> yeah, you a hater, Wasn't he bro. in the first one? Yeah, he was like one of the main characters in the first one. He would come back as... Uh, he would like... He like he would like re-atomize in front of everybody 20 years later, and he's like, what the fuck? And then they're re-attacking, and he gets shattered again. Why you don't want to see Jack Black shine? I want him to retire like he wants to do. Actually, I'm supporting a boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can go for that. Uh, same exact reason for Event Horizon. Oh, yeah. Saw this movie in 96. Loved it. Haven't thought about it till right now. But because of the good feeling it gave me, I'm here for it. What's the name I mean, name? I can go for that. All right. What's the name of the movie again? Mars. <laughs> Mars Attacks. Oh, okay. It's really funny. It's really oh, good. It's really good. Jack Nicholson is the president. It's mm-hmm. great. Oh, okay. Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. She's great. Mars Attacks. Okay. Well, I didn't hear you say anything about Mila Jovovich going to be in this one, so I can't go for that. For that reason alone. That's it. That's my girl. Yeah, I like it. I, I'm here for it. I just... No, you're not. You're... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I can go for that. Other than one little caveat. Me like <laughs> caveat. Yeah. <laughs> Do not put your wife in this movie, Tim Burton. He They're won't not, because he doesn't have a wife. Yeah, Good. They're not together. Whatever. Your ex-wife. It doesn't matter. Do not put... Helena? Helena. Helena Boehm Carter. Is that what her name is? No. Bonham. Bonham Carter. Do she's not, a good actress. She is not a yes, good she actress. Is. She is. She's yes, not she good is. at anything except yes, for playing one character. Yeah, Wayne Tyler Dove. First of all, that doesn't mean anything. So there are great actors who only are able to play all one right, character. All right, fine. You're right. I'm Second sorry. of all, I'm just tired of she seeing is it. good. She's not good. She's great. She is good. She's a good actor. No, she's not. She is. All right. I'm, I'm, uh, I can go for that other than that one caveat. I'll see Helena Bonham Carter in anything. She's not my favorite actress in the world, but she's great. She's great. I see Helena Bonham Carter on the streets. I can't go for that uh-huh. for a couple reasons. Number one, Mars Attacks. I like Mars Attacks. It's kind of like Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter. It's not my favorite movie in the world, but I like it a lot. But it's the movie exists as a strange, wonky thing. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine remaking this movie and capturing the same weird lightning in a bottle that this movie was. <gasps> Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, uh, I have seen second Mexico of, attacks. Is what second of all, <laughs> second of all, that's that, that joke is for offensive champagne. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Get that out of here, Todd. <laughs> second of all, you can't remake a movie with the same director. What's the point? Oh, Tim Burton did the first one too. Yes. Oh, that's why it's so. so you good. feel the same thing about Event Horizon? Ooh. Yeah, it's weird. That's why I said that's the one thing yeah. that's kind of making me not want it because okay. it's like, what is the point of remaking a movie with the same creative <laughs> team? You like if it's not being if if you're if you're the idea the concept of a remake. I mean, the business concept of yeah. a remake is reintroducing a thing to a new audience and making more money off of it because people don't like to watch old stuff because they're fucking idiots. <laughs> but the creative reason for remaking something 
is reinterpreting it with a new creative team. So what is the point of remaking a movie with the same person? I hear what you're saying. What's I'm trying to think if that's if that's happened before. Well, he wants the opportunity to put Trump's face yeah. on something that he's going to... But what I'm saying is I, I don't think that's uncommon to have... Is it to have the original creator remake it? Yeah. That's if, happened in horror movies, right? Not really. Really? They, they do sequels with the same Did John director. Carpenter redo the okay. thing? I think it's fine because they're, the creative team is here, so they're aware of the current climate. So they could just reimagine it a different way and just say, hey, yeah, it you know what? Them, it doesn't matter that yeah, much. Yeah, if you made it, if I made it today, what changes would I make? And, and then they would do it. That's fine. Yeah, but that's that's kind of the antithesis to how art it works. Like Most you're not, of the time, you're not supposed, another team comes you're not supposed in, to they get, ruin it. You're not supposed to get infinite attempts at something. You make something, you just you you leave it, you let it exist, and you don't return to it like that. So say the art. That's not you can't make the rules. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's that's just that's not rules. It's just you know. You, Nothing is ever done. You, if if you sat if you sat and obsessed over perfecting something, you would never be finished with it. You just have to be like, okay, this isn't finished, but it. This is where I'm going to leave it. This is where I with, am at this with, time with all the flaws that it has. I'm going to let that exist. Like you're not supposed to be able to go back and be like George Lucas it and be like, well, this would have been better if uh, there were seven more stormtroopers in this yeah. shot, and if the fucking honeycomb monster max rebo guy was like more animated and singing a different song like it just it it ruined it, it, it yeah you know people talk about ru- ruining childhoods or whatever if like when they remake these things it ruins our childhood or whatever that's not real you can't ruin your childhood like a remake of something doesn't affect the original thing that you love true but when you go back and change something then you are kind of ruining its legacy and this isn't exactly the same thing as George Lucas going back and changing the Star Wars movies, but the same creative person going back and being like, I'm going to remake this and get another shot at this thing that I made. I just don't, I'm not saying that you can't do that or it's dumb. I just don't see the point in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that has been. Can you go for that? Oh, 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 oh can you? Can you go for that? Oh, 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 can you? Oh, can you go for that? Oh, 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 can you? Oh, can you go for that? Can you go for that? Can you go for that? Last story. This one goes out to all the Toddays out there. Hi, Todd. Because I have no interest in this whatsoever, but <laughs> a freak like you would be into some shit like this. Man, that's crazy. Don't call him that. Wow. There's a Batman restaurant opening in London. So. I have so much to say about this. DC fans will soon be able to eat at a Batman-themed restaurant. The establishment is called Park Row and will be opening in the Soho area of London. The Wonderland Restaurant Group has partnered with DC on the project, which will let comic book fans eat in Gotham for a night while trying food and drinks named after some of the most iconic characters of all time. However, the name of the restaurant is a bit of the dark uh, on the dark side since it comes from the spot where Bruce Wayne's parents were brutally murdered. Park Row will offer an immersive experience for Batman fans. The 18,000-square-foot basement location is made up of five restaurants and three bars and will have many references to The Dark Knight. The Pennyworth's restaurant, which is obviously named after Bruce Wayne's butler, Alfred, will serve British uh, sharing dishes, while the Penguin's Iceberg Lounge will offer an international food menu and feature live entertainment. 
Harley Quinn uh, is getting her own Amasake restaurant and a cocktail bar, Old Gotham City, will be, will be available too. It is described as a villainous speakeasy. It, do you mean Amakasi? Whatever. Okay. Wow, man. You say that as if Somebody's I culture. No, no, no. no. It's just because you said Amasake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's going to look beautiful. It's going to taste like shit. Why? It's going to because it's a theme restaurant. It's too many restaurants to manage. So I think it's more of a theme park with a bunch of restaurants in no, it. No, it's five restaurants. Right. But they're not all one restaurant. No, but there's five different restaurants all pretty much being managed by one group. So there will be different chefs That's and stuff fair. like that. That's fair. But it's gonna be it's gonna be it's the cheesecaking factory of a restaurant. I wanna see the okay. Kitchen Nightmare episode where Gordon Ramsay's like, this fucking Robin burger <laughs> right? tastes like shit. Yeah, and it makes my, me want to kill my, my biggest. My biggest objection is that they're doing. Here's here's my question. Okay, an amakase restaurant is a is basically a Japanese restaurant. I wonder why they didn't give Bane a restaurant or Austin Powers. Yeah, say it. Say yeah, baby. Say it. Tune in next time for the Nostalgia Cast. When, <laughs> Do you want to subscribe to the Nostalgia Cast? When this. <laughs> Sirloin steak is in ashes. Oh, then right. you have my permission to actually no, prefer rare. No, so please don't. I'm trying to finish my thought. I got interrupted. Oh boy! By a a weak bane imitation. Damn. Damn. Um, yeah, I gotta fight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, is but I do have a question. Uncalled for. Does does Harley Quinn have anything to do with Japanese culture? Yeah, in kind okay. of a weird way. Okay. Colors. Uh, I think that that character is just associated with this kind of like weird Japanese cultural appropriative vibe. So isn't it worse doing this? Yeah, it's kind of like a like she she's like she's kind of like in some of the comics and things she's sort of like presented in that like Bubblegum. she wears like a fashion that's kind of inspired yeah. by that like Shibuya Japanese Lolita kind of fashion trend. Okay, and but she's obviously not Japanese. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's a problem. But she's also, an amakase restaurant is typically a sushi restaurant that's very small. Mm -hmm. And amakase is, it translates to whatever you like. So basically, you're going in there and you're going, chef, make whatever you are going to make for me. I will eat it. Right. Have you, have you watched no The Midnight menu. Diner? No. You got to watch it. Okay. I will. It's on Netflix. There's two seasons. I'm going to check it out. You'll fucking love that. I can't wait. So... A chain restaurant that is typically a tiny restaurant where you go to a sushi bar and interact with the sushi chef and you are literally just taking what he feels like giving you in seasonal, that doesn't work for a chain restaurant. That's horrible. This this is a one this is one. I know. And that's one wrong thing to put in a chain restaurant. Damn. What? What are you talking about a chain restaurant? I mean, I'm sorry, a theme restaurant. Oh, oh okay, I'm sorry. It's five okay. restaurants I meant. That's God, I thought you, theme okay. restaurant. My mistake, my mistake. Uh, I think it would make more sense for the penguin to be this, just because like the ice theme, like the, the, the like it could be cold in there and the sushi would, would stay better in, in a penguin themed <laughs> restaurant, I think. I can't even. It's not. I can't, right. can't even. I feel like it's less appropriative, right? Like, it's true. Um, <laughs> I think it's an interesting idea. Um, here in LA, they had a Breaking Bad experience restaurant. That was a pop-up, though, right? Dude loves talking about any chance he gets to see Brian Cranston. He wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> but but it was a pop-up, right? Yeah. Well, it was like an experience for like a month. I think. Yeah, it's oh. a pop-up. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is this one like here to stay? Yeah. Is yeah. Oh, seemingly. Oh, okay. Well, I guess in that that seems just... too elaborate to be a pop-up. 
Yeah, uh, too much money. Should, yeah. yeah, yeah. It seems. I don't know. That's kind of a weird idea now that I think about it. If it was only here for a limited time, then I guess that'd be cool. But like, I never thought about Batman and thought like, oh, maybe I'd want to eat in a in Gotham or yeah, something like that. It's an odd concept. It's in yeah. London. Like if if it were cause Gotham it, is supposed to be like basically York, Chicago, yeah, like a big more sense goes in Chicago. Oh, I thought it was New York, but uh, no, but Metropolis is New York and Gotham is Chicago. Oh, so we know that Superman's New York. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't. Did I had know no, that. I didn't know that at all. I thought oh, okay, hmm. but uh, I would more. I would much rather eat in like a Marvel universe place because the colors are brighter and the f- characters are slightly friendlier. But I guess so. You know. I, I if if I were to open up a Batman themed restaurant, I would probably serve like pizza or um like steak sandwiches or something, something a little bit more like gritty. But what do you think, Todd? <laughs> I can't. What this conversation about food it seems you guys. like a very what? odd concept. Yeah, and yeah. just Batman. This makes sense. Is to you, weird. Todd? I mean, not Todd. Hey, they could have done like a DC sort of thing where I see feel like Batman specifically yeah. it's just a little too much that's yeah, it's strange you maybe there's a pop-up like you're saying but i could see yeah they, i feel like they it really missed like i don't see this being around 15 years from now yeah. they're gonna jack up the price on those items so hard wait so are you a fan of this i'm a little confused no I'm confused. Right i hate now. it i hate it oh yeah were you agreeing or disagreeing with i was i Kelby was <laughs> like so jack up prices that sounds good no <laughs> I, I, I i this is gonna sound awful i hate this idea for this restaurant and I hated your idea for the food that was going to replace it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded so, a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> but so, that's I feel yeah. like that's what's complimentary. Pizza for Batman? Like like cuz I thought Gotham was in New York. So I was thinking that's like Ninja Turtles restaurant. I was thinking like a, I, a, a like slimy like. New York food, like dollar pizza and stuff like that. That's what I meant by that. Okay. You know, culturally. Okay. I mean if it was if it was pizza it's going to be deep dish, which by the way is not pizza, it's gross. That's so <laughs> wrong in all in that, all the ways. Kirk. Kirk. Yes. yes. Have you been to Gino's East? The one here? Yes. Not yet. We're going. We went there the other night. Fantastic. It's great. Yeah, it's the it's legit. It's from the original Gino's yeah, East. If you like yeah. if you like pizza soup. This is why you will never be on the food podcast. I want to You gotta that. go to Gino's East. I'm, we're going to Gino's East. That's a plan. We went there the other night. It was it was it was amazing. Was it crowded? It was. Fuck. But that that they're 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 get they're they're smart because they're basic they're uh right now it's dine in only that's why and that's why it's so busy because smart. it's like you can't take smart. out smart all right sorry we'll save that for the food podcast that Tyler's not allowed on all right so I guess even from Todd this is a bad idea it's a bad idea <laughs> yeah, it's, even I, from Todd yeah, yeah I, from weird. Todd. I, I do not understand this at no, all not at all um but uh, instead of going to this Batman restaurant go to Gino's East. Uh, which is not yeah, my, don't which fly is, to London. It's, it's not the best uh, deep dish pizza, but it's the only one we got here. Yeah, it's the only got in Chicago or in LA. Um, is it really? There's one in, in terms of authentic yeah, ones. Yeah, there's one in Los Feliz, which I can't remember the name of them, but they use a cornmeal crust. Yeah, which masa, is masa. Yeah. But a cornmeal crust is not Chicago style. And there used to be a taste taste Chicago, which mm-hmm. was terrible. It was uh, Joe, Joe Montaigne's Joe Montaigne's yeah. deep dish restaurant. I met him. Which I Montaigne. Yeah. Joe Montana? Not Joe Montana. Joe Montana. He's an Joe actor. Montana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was good <laughs> until I had real. Yeah. I went to Chicago and had Giordano's. Giordano's and then I was like, right. Tay Chicago fucking sucks. Yeah. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. If, uh, if you like this and you haven't done so already, uh, consider subscribing. Uh, you also might want to uh, rate 
the show. Give us a give us a five star rating and a little blurb about whether you what you liked about the show. If you have a friend who might be interested in the show, go ahead and share it with them. If you want to keep up to date with the podcast and other nostalgia content we do on a daily basis, you can go to our Facebook page, the official Nostalgia Facebook page. Um, you can also join our Facebook group, the official Nostalgia Facebook group. You can follow us on Instagram at Nostalgia. We post cool and interesting nostalgia content on a daily basis on all of those channels. If you have any comments, any thoughts, anything you might want to have read on the show, you can email us at nostalgicastpod at gmail.com. N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-C-A-S-T-P-O-D. I I feel so alive. At gmail.com. That's P-O-D. If you want to support us in a more monetary way, you can become a supporter. If you go to the Facebook page, Nostalgia, on Facebook, go to the top, there's a button that says Become a Supporter. For $4.99 a month, not only are you supporting the podcast, but you also get access to exclusive bonus content, episodes, and videos that nobody else has access to. Thanks for listening.